Checky check one. All right, this is uh, two consultation requests I had that lasted an hour and change each. And so I just decided I'd go ahead and make these podcasts. Podcasts, I keep promising to get back to regular schedule. We're kind of getting there, uh, but I got to do my taxes and all this other crap that I'm not going to bore you guys with. Hopefully, you, uh, you MP3 listeners, you true podcast tuner-inners will appreciate this. Toodles. Asshole Consultant, how you kids doing? All right, the links to the books down below, Jermaine, to this topic are definitely going to be not that one where to go. I had it. That eh, doesn't matter. Chris of the high IQ. How not to become a millennial and enjoy the decline. Uh, but definitely that curse of the high IQ. And for those of you who are tuning in and have not read it, yeah, go get that. <laughs> That's <laughs> that one. You just want to make money. Yes. Yes, I do. And it will help you. It will it will totally clear things up and make your life a lot less painful. All right, got a long one here. So sit in, kids. Dear Aaron, I'm doing well adjusting to life here in California so far. My studies activities are doing great. However, I recently started to have thoughts and questions about my life and life in general that are constantly that constantly nag and eat away at me and which I am having a hard time reconciling or finding the answer to. So I hope you'd be able to help and enlighten me in this. Oh, is that all? 42. Good night, everybody. 42 and tiggle bitties. We'll start off with the well-worn and generally accepted axiom that anything worth doing requires effort, and usually your degree of effort determines an appropriate reward. I shall also describe two circumstances. In the first circumstance, I work hard at achieving or trying to achieve excellence, which consists of dedicating myself to bring out my best effort so that I can get the best reward. Except the feeling of being rewarded or any kind of happiness or payoff is usually very fleeting and in brief comparison to the amount of time and effort put into getting that feeling. What makes it worse is that you have to put in an, in at least an equal, <clears throat> if not more amount of effort to replicate that feeling again. Yes, let's stop right here. This isn't part of my larger notes, but we might as well introduce this concept here. Um, and this is something that the further and further I got away from the lower levels of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, that things started going well. Um, I realized how not evil, but just how crippling and how real the, it's a wall. <clears throat> this might be a metaphorical wall. Oh, people run. And that is novelty. Like when you're a kid or even a young person, like there's still the whole world to go and explore. But as you get older and you do more and more things, whether that's a hard accomplishment, you know, I don't know what your projects you're working on. Maybe you're at work. Maybe it's a degree or whatever. You know, there's that first like, oh, yeah, I did it. And then the cost benefit as to whether that was worth it or enough, that that's inconsequential. But any future hit of a new event, a novel or new thing that you try, an accomplishment or an adventure, it's it goes away. That flavor goes away. And 
when I'm starting to come to the realization as you get older, it's trying to find something that's new and novel. And I, not to bring it back to, <clears throat> to women all the time, but this is why it's, it's just so cripplingly important that if you're in a relationship, ladies, you know, please be attractive to your husband. Put on different outs, outfits, change your hairstyle for something, something to keep the guy going. And men, you got to do it too. You got to change, you know, variety is the spice of life. But you're going to, the, the irony is that, okay, there's a, there's a finite amount of spice, a lot of spice, a lot of things you can do in life, lots of things, hobbies and all that. But it's a finite amount. And there's only less and less spice that you're going to enjoy through life as you get older. And what's what's really scaring me, it's almost like becoming handicapped. You can't enjoy anything else in life anymore. <clears throat> because, okay, for example, um, oh, I'm trying to think of something. I've done enough hobbies and activities of this type of variety that doing that completely new hobby I've never done would still not be exciting to me because I've kind of done it already in other aspects and capacities. So as you get older, the variety of life exponentially drops off to the point I can understand why some guys like, you know, I, I got to beat my ass to get outside sometimes. Another example, <clears throat> I've not hiked all the trails in the Black Hills. Yesterday, I had to kick my ass to get outside because it was a beautiful day and it was going to be cold today. And I'm glad I did. And I found a new uh, little mountain I climbed. And, and uh, But it was just like, okay, yeah, I've climbed, I've climbed a million mountains. Why is that one different? Well, it was a little bit different. There was some scaling involved. Um, had to cross a river. So it was worth, but it's nothing like the first time I've ever climbed a mountain. And so um, that's, and depending on the type of work you're doing, like it sounds like you're working towards a long, hard project. This could be building a business getting a degree, something. Well, yeah, a lot of work is, work is not necessarily supposed to be rewarding you accomplishment. And you, you just get this hurdle. You just get this, uh, in the case of education, this credential that allows you then to finally go and live life. So a lot of these, especially these early on obligations, I mean, look at K through 12, a 13 year prison sentence. I mean, you're not celebrating because of the joy. You're celebrating because the lack of the, because the pain is going to be absent now. There's no more pain. It's just replaced with new pain called college <clears throat> and poverty. Um, so, yes, that is going to be a running theme for everybody's life is that the novelty wears off, no matter what it is. And it becomes a hard chore to find out what you're going to get a hit from next. And that's all you're doing. You're going for a dopamine hit. Uh Except the feeling of being rewarded or any kind of happiness or payoff is usually very fleeting and brief in comparison to the amount of time and effort put into gaining that feeling. What makes it worse is that you have to put in at least uh, equal, if not more, amount of effort to replicate that feeling again. More. I guarantee you it's more. And that original reward you got eventually loses its meaning in favor of pursuing the greater accomplishment. Right. And, and you should because that's what progress is. You should not keep playing the same video game. Uh, you should try a different video game, or you should try a different mountain, or you should go for a different motorcycle ride, or you should date a, a girl with bigger boobs. Ah, <laughs> oh, the search, the constant search for forever bigger titties. Uh, this effort is also more often than not a pain in the ass, as it is usually comprised of repetition, which might be mentally stimulating at first, but gets mundane over time. Yeah, okay, now here. <clears throat> 
you're, you're starting to whine a little bit. Yes, to achieve excellence in things, it is repetition. Playing piano, jujitsu, uh, and sometimes it's painful. Playing piano is repetitive. Ballroom dancing is repetitive. Jujitsu is repetitive, and there's somebody's crouching foot in your face all the time. And it's painful. But that is what separates normies, conformies, and inferiors from the, the, the superiors and those who pursue excellence. I don't mean morally, so I just mean people who actually have superior lives. They do superior things. Yes, majoring in engineering or computer programming sucks, but it should, at minimum, turn you into a, a higher quality and caliber of person. Usually also paying you a lot more money. Um, so I could see where you're saying like, this is hard. It sucks. What, what's there? There is no merit for doing it unto its own sake. Yes, but usually it leads towards a higher payoff, less labor in the future, more leisure in the future, less worry and stress. You just soar. I mean, basically to do this hard work is to get through the lower levels of Maslow's hierarchy of needs so that you get to rewarding levels. But yeah, that's life, man. I mean, we got the internet and technology and the combustion engine and, and nuclear and solar power and all that. Could you imagine what it was like? to? You woke up, <clears throat> you farmed once the sun came out, you went back to sleep and you stank and no one knew that you stank because everybody stank. And that was your life living in a sod hut. And then you got injured because the cattle trampled you or something. And that was it. I mean, that, that <clears throat> put things in perspective. Life was not meant to be fun. But that doesn't solve the existential problem you're, you're posing here. Gets mundane over time. Yes, I achieved excellence. And yes, I persevered and materialized my ambition to something tangible. But the ultimate reward was that I get to do it all over again. And because my ambitious nature, it means putting more effort than I did the first time. This is the circumstances of my studies, physical fitness, getting good at a particular sport, a hobby, essentially trying anything that can keep me engaged for a long-term period. Right. And then once you achieve excellence, you have to ask yourself, do a cost-benefit of analysis. Would I be getting more utility and fun and happiness and joy doing something else? Now, your career, I mean, that's a given. You're going to have to work your career, and it's going to suck. All jobs suck. We know that. That's the price you pay for providing yourself food, clothing, and shelter. All right? <clears throat> but the rest of the stuff is variety. If you get sick of jujitsu, I got sick of jujitsu. I don't want to do jujitsu anymore. And I also moved. Um, but then I got into some pretty serious mountain climbing. Uh, and then I got tired of that and I moved on. I, I'm thinking about doing kayaking or boxing. You just got to constantly move, man. New, you date the same girl. Sorry. Same person. Gals too. They're sick of you. You know, like, boy, I'd like to, you know, maybe not commit to another. I like to have a harem of girls that go away. A harem of girls that go away. Every man's dream come true. I want a harem of girls. Yeah, but, uh-huh. They go away. Whoa. Because <laughs> you get sick of you get sick of everything. As Sterling Cooper, he's a porn star. He's sick of sex. You know, you, that's that's your new job to make your dwindling life count to get the most spice and variety in it. I mean, in a in a sexual pursuit sense. I mean, in anything, reading books, watching movies, whatever. <clears throat> um. Let me posit the second circumstance down. This circumstance, I've resorted to getting my reward using low or minimal effort tactics due to which it will be even more fleeting than the reward I get in the first circumstance. There's nothing wrong with that. 
Like, dude, I still play video games. It's not like that's a hard thing. I still go for short hikes. There's nothing wrong with taking some time off and, and just being, I mean, hell, doing nothing is something that you can do. Your brain almost needs it. Um, uh, since as established is proportional to the effort I put in, however, it is easy to achieve. And therefore, I do not have to spend nowhere near the amount of time as in the first circumstance. Multiple short-term rewards can be achieved within a relatively short amount of time. It is also possible to integrate the short-term reward system into my life. The problem with this circumstance is that it only gives the illusion of reward. While my mind feels happy in the moment or immediately after the reward, it goes back to craving it again for at great personal detriment. <clears throat> well, what do you mean? To, see, you, I, honestly, I would say you'd have to talk to a therapist. Not that there's anything wrong with you, but... Um, it sounds like you're addicted to whatever dopamine or hit or rush you get from achieving. And then like an alcoholic or a drug addict, they're addicted to alcoholism or drugs. You're addicted to work <clears throat> or success. And, you know, it's better to be addicted to that than anything else. But it seems like you can't relax. And, dude, I understand, man. I Actually, I don't understand because I can't relax either. It's like, what do we do now, Pinky? Same thing we do every night. Try to figure out what to do. Um, and so I'll tell you now what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to force relaxation on you. Like tonight, after this, I got maybe one or two more consultations to do. Um, I'm going to force myself to play Fallout a New Vegas. I'm going to go get some pizza. It's very unhealthy for me. Hopefully they're open because, you know, Thanksgiving. And I'm going to force myself to play video games. And I have to because I've been working about, we did the math, it's 100-hour work weeks for the past like at least six months, at least. <clears throat> and your brain will adapt, the neuroplasticity will adapt. And unless I get unless I get stuff done, like I put up some more storage or I fixed the vacuum or I installed some blinds or whatever, it's like always going, going, going to work towards this. But then you will train your brain. In other words, I think you're... Um, you're pigeonholing yourself or painting yourself into a corner where this constant pursuit of success will only feed on itself. And now you're addicted to production, production and success, which is, which is out of all the addictions, that's probably the best one to be addicted to because you're going to be incredibly successful, but you need to figure out a way to relax and enjoy life as well, <clears throat> which that unto itself would be a chore, but it will also be a novelty. Um, so just reading through, and I didn't go through, I just looked, I kind of skimmed everything. I'm like, my God, this is a long one. <clears throat> and as I, as I forecasted, it'd be, it would be a lighthearted topic. But in your particular case, uh, not answering the general question for the general audience saying, why does life suck? But in your particular case, see, here's another thing. This is why I put Curse of the High IQ in here. You're not dumb. You're acutely aware of that life is finite and you want to make things count. <clears throat> you're not even doing this for the sake of making a lot of money and to be successful. You're just doing it. So you feel good about yourself and you enjoy life. Say, look at what I did. The average person is a freaking moron. And I don't mean that like, ha ha idiocracy. No, they're stupid. Operation evil is pretty much predicated on the, on the, the, the fact that humans are barely smarter than average cattle. They're cattle. They're, they're idiots. And most of them are perfectly happy watching. Oh, the squid game. Aaron. Oh, that's the new pointy chair throne show. It's the squid game. Did you hear about it? It's, it's the Korean squid game. Yeah. Now I don't want to watch it because everybody's watching it. 
<laughs> and so uh, they're they're satiated. Oh yeah, rich guy. You want here's here's how you can tell someone's truly stupid. The rich get richer and the poor get poorer, man. Oh, I mean, truly dumb. It's debatable whether that person is even alive or sentient, but certainly cattle, certainly cattle for somebody to take advantage of. But there's an ignorance is bliss. They're so stupid. They're actually entertained by television. They're actually entertained by roundhouse kicking chick cop show. What Queen Latifah is on the equalizer. Did you see that one? How dumb do you have to be to waste precious finite moments of your life watching that? So in other words, what I'm saying is you're not normal <clears throat> and not that you're, you're not even going to have a normal life. It's not capable. It's not going to have, go get that book. But the first step in the making this pain go away is to understand it. And what I've found is pain is pain. that The problem doesn't go away. And the best thing you can do is understand it. So there's no more confusion anymore. You're, go get your brain tested. Your brain is probably off the charts in terms of IQ, at least 130 plus. And in being that you're acutely aware of your existence and your reality and, and the fact you want to make life count. And your brain pushes you toward And that's fine. I mean, because here's the thing. In the end, all we got is our legacy. I think Henry Ford worked all the time. Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, all these guys work all the time. They're going to leave great legacies, right? You're going to leave some kind of legacy, and it ain't going to be watched a bunch of TV and then then bitched about patriarchy or oppression. You know, you're going to go on and do something. So if there's a forgiveness or an acceptance or something that you can kind of forgive yourself a little bit and therefore allow yourself to enjoy the vice of relaxation or going and playing video games or maybe just getting drunk, flying out to Clark County and driving out of Clark County to where it's legal to get yourself some hues. <clears throat> Maybe treat yourself to a little fun and way hey hey play. All right. Without the guilt. And I'm at the frontier, man. I am not an expert in this field. This is I just got to this peak. I just got here. I'm trying not the who's part, the the relaxation and enjoying life peak. All right. Like, but to, to do that, you got to realize that you're not wasting your life like everyone else and that you will leave some form of legacy. That may not be his grandiose, you know, President Trump or Jeff Bezos or whoever. I mean, it may not be that big, but the way you're going, at minimum, you're going to like, you know, have an excellent people like, wow, look at that guy. He was really cool. This is why I kind of like my nieces. They look up to me because kids are awesome. And they appreciate cool things. Uncle Aaron goes adventuring and motorcycle riding and hiking. And they think I'm strong. It's only because they're little. And they think if I pick them upside down, they think I'm strong. <clears throat> like if, as long as little kids think I'm cool, then I know I'm doing it right. But not one of those kids like, oh, what does Uncle Aaron do? Oh, he sits and watches the pointy chair throne show. Or he plays video games. Uncle Aaron. Oh, They've taken fossils to school for showing to Uncle Aaron. He lives in South Dakota. I'm like, yeah, that's right. I'm a hero. So when I die, say, like, hey, look at that guy. He did these crazy things, wrote a couple books. Oh, that's interesting. Compared to like for every one of those people, there's what, 10,000 nobodies? Pissed away their life on worthless college degrees, borrowing money, getting sports cars, bruh. 
wearing the hats on backwards, getting married, getting pregnant, getting divorced, single mom of three, strong, independent, get my master's degree, wearing a man, can't find no one, don't need no you know, box wine cats, incels, but not you, not you. See, I, what I'm figuring out is there ain't much to life. There ain't much forward looking to it. And you're slowly coming to the realization, like, all there is is just more work, and, and, but not work, but accomplishment. Like, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we'll get to the later, but bef- in the before time, you would have had a family. You would have had other human beings to invest in. But you don't have that now, so all you have is yourself. And what you're finding out is yourself is pretty freaking boring, and it is. Oh, you can go have fun and do some fun things. I mean, it's kind of cool to be yourself. But when it comes to like holding yourself up to your own high IQ or at least driven, maybe you're not high IQ, maybe you're just completely driven. Right? <clears throat> yeah, it's it's not all fun. It's a lot of hard work, but what else are you going to do? We going to go get your master's degree in early childhood education. Were you going to become an artist, man? Go play, play at the coffee store. I'm going to protest against the evil corporate. I mean, really? Be one of those worthless people? That's it. And that's, I think, where you're, where you're hitting it. Maybe through talking this, I came to my own little epiphany. <clears throat> Your choice is be worthless or be worthful. You chose to be worthful. To be worthful, to have value, requires effort, requires work, requires sacrifice, requires skill. And to be worthless, that takes nothing. To be worthful, that takes something. It takes a lot of hard work. But at the end of the day, and maybe this is something you should do, you should be a little bit proud of yourself. Look back, oh, what did I do? Oh, I did this. I accomplished that. I, I placed uh, bronze in the jujitsu competition, or I got my blue belt, you know, whatever. And not that you should dance on people's, you know, uh, commonness and inferiority of, of the normies. But maybe if you're feeling, just go go walk to Walmart. Go to Walmart. You want to feel good about yourself? Go walk to Walmart. Go walk in Walmart, walk around, look what look at all the other people. Look at the people who are not even living. They're just, they're just going through the motions. Mom and dad had sex. Mom didn't abort them. And now here they are 35 years later with their own crotch fruit and toe. <clears throat> the other parent not available. And they're shopping around and they're fat and they're wearing, I mean, you want to be them? Because I don't have anything else like, oh yeah, there's here's the meaning of life. It's like, no, it's like, suck or don't suck. That's it. Life's going to suck. We'll get to reasons why later. But you personally, you can live a sucky life, a common life, which I would almost argue is the definition of an inferior, wasted, sucky life, a common life, or a different life, one of excellence. So that when you die, you do not have regret. Like, I did all this. But I know in that constant, see, you pursue it from an excellence standpoint. I pursue it from a finite resources standpoint an economist standpoint and that is time i only have some i need to make this count because i don't believe in the afterlife this is it and i want to make it count to who to me i don't care what other people think that's how i got here right and even the legacy is yeah yeah i guess in the grand scheme of things for people who are still sentient and existing what i had produced would be important in that sense it would carry value forward into the rest of the world you know, like Mark Twain's books or um, <clears throat> Greek philosophers or, or Arabic algebra, you know, whoever came up with that, um, you know, that's carried on forward. 
But in terms of how much I care, it ends when the brain waves are gone because I won't be around to care anymore. And so while I'm here, I want to make sure it counts. I got the time to do it. You seem to do it like I need to achieve excellence. Yeah, same target. Our aims are different. And I'd say you're on the right track, but like you, like me, like anyone else who has this kind of addiction to progress, work, excellence, whatever, you really need to chill out and try and get back to four years old where you had no responsibilities. You didn't have to go to school, but you still were about as functional and free as an adult kid as you could be and not an adult kid, like a four-year-old because you weren't in school then. And that's hard. However, you got to this point where you got this level of work ethic and and I would almost say obsession with pursuing excellence, <clears throat> that was not an easy route. I don't know if you had a tiger mom or what, or you came from poverty, you decide not to be poor, but it, it's like the war's over. Or the, you, you have to take a break. You have to come off the line and you have to teach yourself, reteach yourself to enjoy life. And that's hard. It's very hard, <clears throat> but I would not give that up because that's, that's your passion, man, is going out and excelling at things. If you side note, we'll continue on with your thing. You know, is a you want to know who you should probably read about is Peter the Great, Robert Massey. Read about Peter the Great. He had the same thing. He like he could not sit still. He had stuff to do, man. He had places to go, people to see, Swedes to kill. <laughs> oh man, him and Charles said the twelve. They didn't like each other. Um. There's a guy who didn't make it, and he, now, and there's his legacy, Peter the Great, one of the most amazing people ever, uh, to be truthfully honest. Read through him, uh, and Robert Massey did a great job on writing that book. But it's not, oh, Peter the Great, you know, tended cows and went to the university and, and studied philosophy and then wrote poetry. No, Peter the Great did great things. I call him Peter the Great for a reason. And so he's gone. I don't think he recognizes his legacy because he ain't sending around to recognize it no more. But he's still here. His effects are still there. There's even a town in Florida named after him, I think. Uh, Where'd I go? Is the fallout or backlash of having pursued this reward, which makes me pursue it more to the point that everything else in my life, which requires long-term effort, academics, physical fitness, relationships, family, suffer proportionately, leaving me with nothing but disgust and shame directed at myself. All right. So you take some time off to enjoy short little things. Uh, are are these pursuits rewarded? There's nothing wrong with backing off on these long, hard pursuits. Like right now, I have every right to never work a day in my life ever again. And Rollo and I have kind of gone back and forth on this. Rollo doesn't have to work ever a day in his life again. His legacy is, is, is secured. I think he's made enough or is near enough that he doesn't have to work if he doesn't want to. What else is he going to do? But you have every right to come off the line. <clears throat> so, and, and what, what obligation do you have to family, friends, your physical fitness, academics, and all that? Like academics, get your, get your degree and be done with it. Physical fitness, just stay in shape. Relations with family and friends and women. Well, I mean, if you have a, a wife, you owe it to her to stick around and family, but you know, you don't have to achieve excellence. Have, have a break. You're not going to be of any value to these people, and you're not going to be any worth in any of your endeavors if you don't get this out of your head. 
<clears throat> at having achieved nothing tangible. The ultimate reward in this case is just mental torture and punishment. This is the circumstance when my life consists of only switching between gaming, prawn, and consequently jerking off, binging on various media, gluttony, basically anything short term. Well, okay. Here, here's another thing then. There's okay, this stuff is fine if you have a vice. You're allowed to have a little bit of advice as long as it doesn't like affect other things. Like, okay, fine, you have a drink or two. Fine, you have a, a jerk-off session. Fine, you play some video games. Even if you played an entire weekend, you need to compare it to what you're doing. Like, if you do 80-hour work week and then the weekend comes and then you decide to play video games and watch the, the football team, yes, there's no accomplishment there. But your brain needs that break. And until you learn to enjoy these vices and take it easy, you're going to drive yourself into an insane asylum. <clears throat> as is well established, the first circumstance is much more rewarding and healthy towards oneself than the second one. I don't, I don't, not to that level of, of fanaticism. Dude, you need to run, rub one out. You need a cocktail. You need a bit of the doobie dabby. You need a girl with tiggle bitties. You, Because you, otherwise, then you're a robot. Unless you get into philosophy like Schopenhauer or something like that, and you're writing really deep philosophical stuff, you're not human. You're just a work workhorse. Um, having lived through the horrors of the second circumstance for much of my teenage and adult life, the problem is, while it is more rewarding than the second circumstance, is it actually rewarding in it of itself? <clears throat> is there even anything like this magical reward thing that we idealize and conceptualize, or is it all just bullshit? No, there is no magical reward. That's all in your head. That's all the media, television, Hollywood. Like I said before, I think we've established it. There is either you achieve worthiness or worthlessness. And you achieve worthiness. That's it. That's all there is to do. Outside of other human beings, which you're going to get to. The only semblance of anything like the idealized reward is so transient. And the real reward is just more hard work. And looking at yourself in the mirror, being thankful that at the very least, you're not a loser pursuing a fake reward. Yeah, that's it. You won. And now you get to face the choice again every day. What do I want to work with? Or do I want to like, you know, engage in vice? As long as you engage in vice and know it's vice and don't put any value in there, fine. Go ahead. Get some vice. But always like, otherwise your other option was to make vice your life. Which is watch television, living vicariously through other people's creations. <clears throat> and yeah, I mean, you're not a loser. You're a winner. That's it. That's all there is. Now go have some fun. You got to teach yourself to have guilt-free fun. That's all it is. As long as you do your work, as long as you do, you have guilt-free fun. But this is just ultimately the less shittier experience rather than being a wholeheartedly satisfactory experience. There is no wholehearted satisfactory experience. None. There is one. <clears throat> there is one, but we'll get to that later. I thought my studies eventually my work, my hobbies, my relationships with people would lend meaning to my life and that eventually I get the satisfaction of having life figured out. But all I see ahead is an endless cycle of effort and the pain of never being as satisfied as it could be. All right, the work never ends. And there, what is could be? What was falsely painted in your mind? Okay, think, think about it this way. <clears throat> Whatever media, teachers, professors, parents put in your mind as to be successful Right, that's as tangible and realistic as what they planted in the minds of young women to think they're all going to get a ten and they're fat and they have three hundred thousand in student loan debts and they're Marxist and they're lippy and they got attitude and they can't cook and they're not nice. That's 
That's how delusional you are to think that there's that happiness. I'm going to say it again. There's achievement or loser loserville or loserdom. Worth, worthiness or worthlessness. Accomplishment or unaccomplishment. <clears throat> there's, there is meaning, but in the realm of non-humans, that's it. That's it. Um, but all I see, and yes, the work never ends because you got to wake up every day. This is what retired, this is paradox retired people face. They got to wake up every day and figure out what to do, but they're so old. They've experienced everything in life. Like they played tennis. They don't want to play tennis again. They've played tennis for 75 years. I'm going to play tennis again. What else is there to do? Well, we've played everything. We're 75 years old. <clears throat> Jeez. I wish my wife wasn't a nagging harpy pain in the ass. I wish she got those fake titties. Wish she dyed her hair red and grew it out long. No, she got the boomer cut. It's short. Yes, the journey towards these goals is not to be discounted, but what after that? Even if I ignore work, going to the gym is lifelong effort, and so is pursuing a sport. Yes, my current mentality Mentally stimulating hobbies such as chess, creating and painting plastic scale models, or learning and implementing game. This is more recent. What's well, that one you could chew on for a while? Because it's 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 not just a, a finite thing. It's involves other humans. Or chess, I guess, would be another way because you're playing a game essentially. <clears throat> uh, also require a decent modicum of effort. Heck, even when I used to play video games all day, I only played the kind of games. That required that you constantly play and put effort to get better, and then most of them, most out of them. Being my own mental point of origin since I was born, I'm quite self-centered individual and affects my relationships with people as well. As ultimately, most of the people around me are just worthless. What did I tell you? Did you read the book? Anyone read the book? Hang on, let me get the book. I got the book. Here's the book. <clears throat> get the weapons. There you go. Curse of the high IQ. Go read it, and you'll find out just how few people there are out there. Look, just go to Walmart and look at everyone moo. All right. Uh, uh, and the kind of conversations I really wish to have will probably cause an aneurysm in the average person. It's extremely hard to meet like-minded people and make new friends. <laughs> For which I have to make a lot of the initial effort. And while I'm thankful for the friends I do have, there's only a certain amount of time I could spend with anyone who is not me. If I had to sum it up, my question to you would be, why is it is that ultimately we just suffer in life no matter what we do? I, re <clears throat> I realize this is quite nihilistic realization I have come to. You kind of sound like a whiny little bitch now too. Oh, doom and gloom. It's all dude. Get late, man. Get drunk. Go have some fun. Just relax. Like, I think for you, like, I'm not going to give you the philosophical. I, I will explain philosophically. <clears throat> but the practical thing, your homework, you need to take a Sabbath. Like, a full day off and you do nothing but vice. Like, you wake up and in the morning, first thing you do, you get a shot of booze. Hard booze. And you play video games. And you jerk off to porn. And you get yourself. <sighs> All right. And then you get some fattening pizza and then you go and then you watch yourself a spaghetti Western. To be perfectly honest, that just sounds like a perfect day to me. But whatever it is, you're not, you need to take and you got to do that for a full year, 52 weeks in a row. You take your Sabbath. 
and see if that rewires your brain a little bit. So you're not all up in your own ass here. Oh my God, the meaning of life. Because I'll tell you this, we could pick on the normies, conformies, and inferiors all we want, but you're one miserable SOB. I, I'd rather be them ignorantly blissful than you constantly pissed off and angry and depressed. Because at least they're stupidly happy. Well, they're not really, uh, you find out they're just miserable pieces of shit who are envious of others. But man, I don't envy you. At least I'm making progress towards like taking some time off and relaxing and having my ice cream. Um, and here you are demanding the world give you point, purpose, reason, agency, and, and life. It's like, no, no, you either produce value or not. That's it. That's, I just solved that. The, there's the point and purpose of life outside of other people. All right. Um, why is that we ultimately just suffer in life no matter what we do? Well, the suffering, because you, it sounds like it's associated with the labor, because you need to expend labor in order to generate the goods and services to keep you alive longer, to maintain and extend your life, and to enhance it. You have to sacrifice. You have to work. Otherwise, nothing gets done. That's why everybody must suffer. Unless you're on welfare, in which case you suffer a different kind of internal hell, hell where you just waste your life collecting government checks, eating EBT food, getting fat, having no cool people in your life, watching television, and then dying. And that's it. <clears throat> there was your life. Um, so that's why you have to suffer. And then also that that curse of novelty wearing off. You constantly have to hunt and find new point and purpose and meaning in life. But we'll get to some, uh, what originally was the point and purpose of life of humans. Um, I really quite to come to, and I would love if you could prove me wrong or answer differently. At the very least, what would you say to someone like me who has come to this realization? Even though deep down, I probably know that these questions may not even have an answer. No, I gave you the answer. Point and purpose is worthiness. <clears throat> Excellence and legacy, but you need to take a chill pill and get laid. Um, I guess I just want whatever minimal closure I can get. Apologize if the question was too long, too big. That's all right. I just charge more, but this was the shortest I could condense it down with making the points. All right. So within the context of the information you've given me and your world, which is very, I would say singular, not necessarily self-centered though that too, but not in a pejorative sense. You got, you got things you want to do. All right. And most people are not going to be able to keep up and that's fine. However, let me explain to you why life has to suck for most people today. Um, and we've already talked about that and that you must labor in order to keep yourself alive. And if you can labor enough, you get a surplus of income to pursue other things in life. But the novelty will take away all the value of those other things in life. So you have this existential nihilistic point you're at <clears throat> at the point in purpose of life has no value and meaning. Right? But now let us, that that's an insular environment, an insular system. Let us introduce other people. Okay, so here's how point, purpose, and value of life works. <clears throat> you have to shoot through Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And the very first level of Maslow's hierarchy of needs is to stay alive. Because if you don't stay alive, then there is none of these esoteric questions about what's the point and purpose in life. You, it's a, a stupid question. What's the purpose of life if you're about to get eaten by a saber-toothed tiger? You can't feed yourself. 
Now, most people, even in first world countries, are stuck in the lower two levels of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which is just to merely stay alive. Right? They're poor, trying to make ends meet. They're too lazy to get a real job and advance beyond what the government gives them. All right. And as long as you're in that that Maslow's hierarchy of needs, maybe I could come up with a philosophical term because I've seen this with um, the, the, the parents of the nieces and nephews I got. They don't have time. They're just getting by. They're trying to work and make ends meet and support the kids, trying to be parents. They don't have esoterical because their minds are too occupied. And even though it sucks and they're tired and they're not necessarily poor, but money is not ample. <clears throat> there's this bliss that comes with it. Um, I don't know the, the sewers of Maslow bliss, whatever, whatever you call it, Cappy's Cappy's envious bliss. Like I wish I could be that blissful because they don't think about communists. They don't think like, Oh, I got to move out. They don't think about, gee, I got to diversify into crypto. They don't think about the red pill and, and the, the war about how the sexes have abandoned one another. They don't think about that. Like <clears throat> traffic sucks and I got to go pick up the kid at the school. But as pain in the ass as that is being stuck in traffic, being run ragged, you never come up for air to figure out, oh, crap, all these other heavier, weightier questions, philosophical, existential questions you're asking. They're happy if they get a day off. And they're happy after all that work to sit and get drunk and watch a movie. If they just get up, they get three hours, man. They're happy with like the kids are sleeping or off your grandma's or whatever. And so that that's a hardworking, uh, uh, I wouldn't say ignorant, but environmentally deter environmental deterministic bliss. The environment determines your bliss. <clears throat> but if you work harder or smarter, sometimes you're just lucky. You shoot through that. And then inevitably your kids leave. Or you get divorced. A lot of people don't have kids. And you come up out of the lower two muscles hierarchy of needs. And then you get into self-esteem and societal belonging and self-actualization. And <clears throat> if you're like middle school, high school, popular, jock, moron type of average IQ, you're okay participating in the conventions and societies that the uh, conventions and institution society has given you. So you're okay uh, getting your sports car or your boat, going into debt, getting the McMansion. You go to work. You go to happy hours. You're not starving anymore, but you're getting by. You're doing exactly what society told you, meaning borrowing as much as you possibly can so you don't have any freedom. And But you're okay with that because you got your uh, frumpy average wife. She still occasionally touches your peen. Um, you, uh, <clears throat> you go to the bar and hang out with the bros. You got your uh, fantasy football league, and you got and you got your your Netflix, okay. But then there's a group of people who either through hard work or much higher intelligence or just good philosophy. So there's got to be more, and that's where you are. <clears throat> and so you save your money. You and there's a correlation between intelligent people, philosophically critically thinking people, and high income. Or minimalism, in my case. I don't have high income, but I have minimalism. By the way, that seminar is going to be open on the 26th. If you want to take it, go to the Cleary School of Economic Philosophy and sign up there. And I'll notify you when it's open for enrollment. <clears throat> but in either case, you are no longer 
wasting the majority of your hours staying alive. You're also not encumbered by liabilities, either time in the form of kids or other obligations or debts you foolishly took on because wifey wouldn't touch your peen if you didn't buy her a Range Rover or bail her out of her student loans by you putting on your credit card, which of course makes perfect sense. Right? <clears throat> you are this little red guy here. Okay. And as you get there, you're going to realize something. Most people suck. They suck. And they suck in many ways. They suck because they're normies, conformities, and inferiors. They suck because they're stupid. They suck because they, they're duped and hoodwinked by materialism. And they, get, and they enslave themselves to debt. They suck because they love their things and their stuff and themselves more than they love their children. <clears throat> they suck because they're not deep or philosophical. And what really sucks about people is everybody thinks they're infinite and immortal. At least that's my opinion or conclusion because nobody wants to live life. Nobody thinks they're going to die, apparently. Nobody takes the economist view or the pursuit of excellence view that you do and say, hey, shouldn't we be doing something aside from watching the squid game or the or the octopus show? Shouldn't we be uh, achieving excellence at different things? Should, I mean, one thing I always got is like, why aren't people getting in shape more? Why aren't people having more fun sex? That's what I want to know. <clears throat> oh, no, that takes effort and all that. Why are people falling in love? Why are people adventuring? Why? Because people suck. Whether they're lazy, they're stupid, or they're naive and they think they're going to live forever, people suck. <clears throat> and the problem is once you get past Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the lower levels, and you get your life maintained, you find out the only value of purpose in life, it comes in self-esteem, which is, I guess, an insular one. That's the third level. But then there's also social acceptance and love and affection from society. And that's the real point and purpose in life is, is the time invested of other people where they like you enough, they invest your time where, you know, the, the foremost one being your spouse who presumably would love you most and blah, blah, blah. And then you have little kids and you'd invest your time in them. And then you throw yourself right back down. Those little amounts. <laughs> like, oh, we're poor again. <clears throat> we used to have a good income per capita. And now we got three more capita. What happened for you? Poor people. That's why you're poor per capita. Look it up. Um, and where was I going with that? Um, oh, but here's the problem. And this is a relatively recent phenomenon. Most people suck. And I, I complain about my friends or the lack thereof. <clears throat> Nobody does anything. No one lives life. No one. So I can't go and have a human experience. So that is taken away from me. And the number one human experience that has been taken away, and this is 100% feminism's fault and socialism's fault. And for all of you who are miserable about your dating life, you go blame them. There's no one else to blame. And that is how we ruin the sexes for one another. Men are fat, lazy, soy boy pussies. And women are just mean and insufferable. And they're <clears throat> completely uninterested in men, which in a historical biological Darwinistic sense, I understand. I figured it out. I, but in either case, we don't like each other anymore. Matter of fact, a lot of people hate each other, but neither of them are investing in one another. And without love, without other people, and without interesting other people, yes, now you are thrown back 
to yourself, that insular value system that you had, where it's like, okay, what do I do? <clears throat> Same thing you do every night, Pinky. Do something to value and worth. That's it. There you go. Because until the rest of society decides it's going to stop sucking, until women decide they're going to stop being fat, they're stop going to be a pain in the ass, they're going to be supportive and nice and sweet, until men decide they're not going to be pansies, they're going to stop being pussies, they're going to hit the gym, they're going to move out of the home, <clears throat> they're going to earn their money, they're going to achieve something, they're going to learn to fight, and they're going to present themselves decently and put on deodorant and get a haircut. Or we're just going to be interesting people like you pursuing hobbies and, be, and, and maybe, maybe, just maybe being selfless and helping other people out. Or here's something, this is very important, being an interesting person to other people so that when you talk to them, you are not wasting their time. But not, I'm not even saying that you're trying to make them attracted to you or that somehow you get power, you're very popular. You're just interesting. You're not wasting their time. Like, oh, that's a very interesting fellow. That person or that guy or gal gave me interesting thoughts. Until we decide to all become higher quality humans, yeah, your video games are better. Your porn is better. Your your um your <clears throat> your seeking arrangement stuff is better. Ladies, your um your your Harlequin romance shows are better. Your carousel is better. Uh any anything's better because the average person sucks. You know, for all you young people, just just to show you young people, you know, because the young people have hope because they got time. The old people, it's too late. You young people, do you know how worthless you are? Like, oh, liberal arts degree, student debt, vote Democrat, totally feminist. I mean, I'm not against equal treatment of women. I'm, I'm not talking about the principle. I'm talking the the, the label. And I care about the environment. Oh, my God. How boring. When I, I like Netflix and chill. And I work a completely boring job. And no, I need a student loan bailout. And rent is too high. Oh, geez. The only thing you can make yourself to be more boring is to read Sylvia Plath and claim you're deep. I mean, you're you're it's debatable whether you're alive. It's debatable whether you're sentient and and capitalizing on this gift that God or nature gave you. Same thing with you boys, by the way. I know that's skewed kind of, oh, you still live at home. You play video games and you're fat and you eat Cheetos. You're not alive. You're not alive. <clears throat> but until everyone decides to stop communally sucking, yeah, buddy, your life is you. And, and yes, out of a population of 320 million in the United States, there are going to be some interesting people. Yes, with the wonders of the internet, you can find people that are intellectual equals, that are interesting people. But I mean, think about this. Think about this. All right, you throw in the rule zero guys, maybe even Rolo. Let's charitably even throw Rolo in there. And then I got the masculine geek guys. All right. Let's, we'll also on an equal level of charity, throw in Jack Napier there. All right. I could probably, there's less, less than 100 people if I threw everyone in. Regular listeners, you know, you Hanyakers, Dre. Uh, uh, was the wisdom, the New Zealand guy, um, and, and not to leave anyone out. Yeah, oh, our Latino agents in the field. We throw all those in there. What, hundred people? Hundred people out of the seven billion people connected to the internet. Do you know that? And you should be thankful for the internet because you know, like a hundred years ago, you would have not met one of these people, not one, even if you went to university. 
<clears throat> so yeah, man, I could totally see where it sucks. And there's no other because you're constantly forced to go back. And I would say, try to go out and be social with people. Try to find people, but have no expectations. And understand the reality is that you're this guy. You're the little red guy, okay? And you're not going to be able to associate with God. <clears throat> Sounds like for every one of you, you're not going to be able to associate with 199 people. One, one half of 1%. And Lord Almighty, that says nothing about that one in 200 person you met. They might be a dick or a communist or something other crippling flaw. Or maybe maybe they're like 90 years old and you just like can talk to them at the, at the coffee store. But it ain't a woman. It ain't someone you're going to marry. And they're too old to go do anything. <clears throat> maybe they're too young and you're like, well, kid, you know, it's nice talking to you, but you got to go to school. And your parents probably freak out if I, you saw you talking to me, even though we have the same IQ. So get used to, and you got to figure out <clears throat> what you're going to do in your life, regardless of other people. And you need to take a sabbatical. You need to take a Sabbath and you need to enjoy some vice. Then you also need to find people. I would recommend using the internet on social media, not dating apps. Just forget Forget romance too. Just I'll just tell you now. Oh, another book. If you want to look at the statistical chances, get the book of numbers, analyze an ROI of the pursuit of women. You think the numbers in this one are bad. This is by a magnitude of two decimal points worse. All right. Maybe you find a nice girl. Okay. Maybe she's from the home country. All right, fine. <clears throat> but you go and you try and find some other human beings. And if you are lucky enough to get three friends you can meet in person, like they live nearby or within driving distance, you're lucky. And if you find a significant other who loves you and can keep up with you and gives you value and purpose in life, oh my God, I really love this other human being. You're, it, it's one, in, no, it's not one in 10,000. One in 10,000 is just to get a date. By modern metrics, if you use online dating, that's just to get a date. That has nothing. I mean, we're talking one in 100,000, one in maybe a million, literally one in a million. Uh, well, that's the chances of you having it, but it's very small, microscopic. So put what minimal efforts you can to actually stand some chance of finding a high quality gal in your life. Ladies, in your case, would be a guy. Ladies, if you'd like to increase your chances, lose the weight. Men, if you'd like to increase your chances, lose the weight, get out of home, get a job, get a haircut. <clears throat> but everybody better lower their expectations. So you go take a walk around that Walmart and you can realize just how crappy just what low quality shit uh, the, the, the average humans are out here in society. It's like when you go to the gas station, you got like the, the different octane, you know, like 91 is high, 89 is good, 87 is base. Like the average octane of the average American is like 12. It's just sludge. You're just pretty all worthless pieces of crap. And so for you, my fine young friend who is aware he's alive and is going to die, and want to achieve something, keep on going, man. You got to do it. I just think you need to take some breaks. I just need to think you need some vice. And then never you're going to get to, to my point where I'm like, why am I pursuing all this excellence? To I'm not even doing it to impress people no more. And that's going to change your tactics too. Then I'm like, I'm going to do more hiking and let's go into the gym. I'm going to do more motorcycle riding and less riding on the blog. <clears throat> but that's it. Your point and purpose and agency in life for most of human existence was other human beings and predominantly the love of a spouse. 
That's not on the table, right? So now you better figure out a reason to live outside of that. If you're wondering where that, you know, you're like, where was this joy in life and success and happiness? That was love. That was other people. That was other humans. And thank you to a welfare state that makes it so nobody has to work hard. Do you notice how you're very interesting, God? Because you had to work hard? Well, you chose that. People don't work hard no more. And that, that galvanizing experience is what forges great men and women. Suffering, hardship, hard work, and toil. And you just, I mean, how many people in Walmart? You go walk around the Walmart, you go to an average campus. What if they had to pay their own way through college? How much more interesting would those people be? A lot of reason you guys find me interesting is because I went through some horrible shit. There's no other way to put it. I just went through some insanely bad stuff. You know, thankfully, nothing like abuse or anything criminal, but just really bad things and long sustaining things that would last years, years. And many of you guys have done that, too. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. Everyone's selecting. Everyone's on the government teat. Everyone's on their stimmy checks. Everyone's on their EBT. Everyone is the same. Everyone's an NPC. Everyone's interchangeable. And you better accept that because if you keep trying to find other people in your life beyond the amount that warrants it, you to, to expend such effort and calories of energy, you're going to get depressed because you're going to fail in that. And the same thing with pursuing the girls, guys. You just, I mean, yeah, go date, hit the gym, do the thing. I mean, if you want here, I, I go through the, the there's like a, 12 things you can do, not to kind of hate being the list guy, but there's like 12 things you can do that I show statistically what happens to your chances. So it puts finding a quality girl into the realm of possibility, not a guarantee, not good statistics. It's kind of like, yeah, you can win at roulette. Sure. You could bet on, I'm on 35. Yeah. There's a one in 36 chance. It hits 38 technically. So there you go. All right. I'm sure I got, Oh, that's right. We can go through all the super chats now <clears throat> because the YouTubes has updated their. Um, I can scroll all the way back. Is that nice? So that's 57 minutes. We've been here about an hour. 5 p.m. Oh, I got to keep going back. Well, look at all this. Look at all that money. <clears throat> all that money that's going to go to seed. I got to get more seed, but I'd be next next season after the snow melts. All right, here we are. All right, let's scroll through the super chats. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Keep those scro doggies scrolling. Nonstop Dre, two bucks. What are you going to cook for Vincent tomorrow? <laughs> I don't know. What are you cooking for RuPaul there, Dre? I mean, the Marines are part of the Navy, right? Just saying. Let's... Uh... I hope Dre's doing good. Right, what do you got? What are your New Year uh, Thanksgiving plans, Dre? You going back home? Swallow Blue, two bucks. Hey, I like the pointy chair show, the novels. Yeah, was the show any good? I don't. I know people like. When are the dragons coming in? You want to see something sad? Watch a bunch of forty-something people dress up at a house party in the luxurious suburbs, and like we're good, and they dress up as 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 the people in the olden times. Uh, Joe Allen, 904 for two bucks. Not religious, but Buddhist Taoist teachings help. Yes. Oh, by the way, anyone tuning in right now, if you're facing similar problems, I, I should mention this to the client. The Way of Monkey Book by Turt Flingy Monkey. Get that. The Way of Monkey Book. Great book. Great book for that. 
Nonstop Dre, two bucks. Only little kids look up to Cappy, literally. Okay, yeah, get, get it all out of your system, Dre. Get it all out of your system. Then when you catch herpes, it won't be funny anymore. Well, for you. For us, we'll laugh our ass off because you got the herp. Let me call you nonstop herp. Joe Allen, two bucks. Can you become be an accountant without a bachelor's? Yeah, you can be a bookkeeper. You don't even have to have an associate. You just have to know it and do bookkeeping. You could be anything you want. Like I only have an associate's, um, a minor in economics, but I did all this economics work. And I ended up becoming an economist. I didn't study ballroom dancing. I just did it. Christoph and on five bucks. The purpose of my money is to enable fun mode. Nothing matters. Cool. It, yes, you are. I think I mean, the five bucks. I'm like, well, thanks. Yes. The purpose of the money is to enable fun mode. Once you get past food, clothing and shelter, then you can move on to, to funner things. I mean, and I mean, my, my fun is like gas to go hiking. It really is. I might get into fishing and hunting. I gotta do that now. Nonstop show. Oh, look out. Dre, Dre, Dre. He's, he found his wallet, everybody. Five bucks. This is a momentous occasion for Dre. You know, we only pay him $18,000 a year because he got a sliver and he's disabled, you know, 99% because of that sliver in the military. Uh, five bucks. Are you saying there's more to life than talking traits you're born with and complaining about insert group being better? Did Carlson teach you that? No, the Car if the Carlson, the Carlson school taught me only your traits matter and diversity was key and important. Forget whether you're a really great accountant <clears throat> or good with numbers. That doesn't matter. All that matters is the complete opposite of what Martin Luther King said. It's not the content of character, but the color of their skin or the plumbing downstairs. Character, screw character. Nope, it's how you were born. Laughing Lark, five buck. Happy T-Bird Day, babe. Love you. Well, thank you, Laughing Lark. I appreciate it. Uh, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Keep those doggies scrolling. Right. Nonstop Dre, two bucks. Cappy, the short, always overlooked and underrated. <laughs> Do you sit at night picking these up? Just have them written down, like a little list that when I come on, you got, oh, I got this one. Oh, I got that one. <clears throat> G Ski, new guy, 10 generous dollars, wishing you and your family a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. So far, the Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving will be me and the great one. I'll be it. And I think he's got to work and I don't know what I'm going to do for Thanksgiving, but I bought a bunch of food. I think I'm just going to play video games. Um, tomorrow, I'll be warm enough to water the grass. I think I'll water the grass. Maybe um, put the fertilizer out. It'll just be, oh, I got my list. Is that my list? No, here's my list. What am I going to do? Got to buy flights. Oh, I can start in on the taxes. Uh, I got to assemble the office storage. That's that box over there. Nope, over there. <clears throat> uh, I got to launch the minimalism course. I'm going to keep the hoses out. I was going to keep the ho uh, pack the hoses away. Yeah, and then I got a dental appointment. Oh, I got to get the blinker, the switch replaced. Yeah, I got, tomorrow's just going to be sitting on my ass. I did buy a bunch of cigars so I could go have a cigar. It'll drive around my truck. Um, Thanks for all the good information you provide. I also really enjoy your angry rants. We must be twins separated at birth. Grumpy mid-40s men. I don't know if I'm really that grumpy. I just, it's it's more yelling at society like to wake up and stop destroying themselves i'm okay i'm fine 
you don't you don't see me when I go. Hey, you want to see happy Cappy? Go subscribe to my Instagram. You see all the pictures of me being happy and hiking and having a good old time. And then also uh, my Instagram, not Instagram, um, TikTok. <clears throat> when I hike, I do the the thing with the phone because it's a phone based app, and I yell at young kids. And my handle is called Old Man Who Yells at Clouds. Nonstop Dre, three bucks. Why does Cappy beat dogs? They're always happy. <laughs> I don't beat dogs. I disciplined one dog because shock mom didn't discipline the dog. Uh, Nachama five. What is it? Ruba. What is that? Honestly, that book was a turning point for me, man. It helped. Well, thank you, Nachama. I'm, I'm glad that helped out. Um, yeah, it's what I mean. Look guys, here's what's going to happen. Okay. Why don't what's thankful about this. It's not a lot of charts or data. I mean, there's some data in here, but what you should do, get out an audio book. So after you eat all the food and your Thanksgiving, you just sit there and you tune into it. And then you'll be like, oh, now I get it. Now I understand. Short value ticket. Why does life suck? Because people suck. That's why. There you go. But we offer so much more. Nobody asked for sawdust ice cream, ladies. Not one guy asked for it. Not one guy. Big boobs, long hair, feminine etiquette, be nice. Don't be a Marxist. That's what they want. But, 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 no, there's, there's no but. Shh, 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 shh. There's no but. No guy asked for a scoop of manure ice cream. They don't care about your degree. They don't care. They want you to be loving and kind. But I can do so much more. Shh. Be nice. Be nice. Jeremiah uh, Deckery, two bucks. Happy Turkey Day. Thank you, Jeremiah. <clears throat> DJ Aftershock, five bucks. Dude, we go into the local sports bar to hork on wings and drink IPA and beer and get huge burgers while watching the pre post game show for the Vikings. It's the post pre post game show of the Vikings. Okay. I, man, if you guys watch those, not you, I know nobody in my audience, but if any of you happen to be tuning in and you're not a regular <clears throat> and you happen to be one of these many old people over here and you actually watch a pre or a post game show, you truly are one of the most dumb people in the world. Not one, one of millions, hundreds of millions of dumb people in the world. And thank God we have you slaving away, trying to pay off your debts. Because you have a degree in business management. <sighs> Are you an elitist, Cappy? How can't you be? Cabragoon Cabulous, 20 generous dollars. Thank you. Hey, life coach. Oh, there's the sting. <clears throat> $20 didn't sell Cappy. Happy Thanksgiving. Sincerely, this content somehow even kills thought. This content somehow even kills thought in life, almost like a compass in living. But with that, I'm going out later to succumb to some vices if I'm luckily hopeful. Dude, I don't know what there is in life without fight. Look, if you're not going to have humans, okay, you're not going to have love. You're not going to have interaction with children of yours. You're not going to have a spouse that you're, you're playing with your naughty bits all the time and you're enjoying it. If you're not going to have that, all that is left in vice is accomplishment and vice. So I'm perfectly fine with vice. Absolutely. 
<clears throat> I mean, my vices now are like eating ice cream and whatever the hell I want. Yay. Booze was wonderful. Killed the buddy. You might want to try drinking for a while. It just kills the pain, man. It kills that existential angst. Just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to play some video games. It's just wonderful. Uh, if I'm lucky, hopefully. Well, go go get yourself a cabergoon. Red Sings the Blue. Hey, I tried tuning in to you, and then you guys closed up shop. <clears throat> Are you guys still a, a show? Vince told me to tune in. I kind of tuned in. Uh, donation error. Missed the last few streams, but been busy lately. What's your email again? I got to send you an email regarding an interview. Okay. So you are still doing it. Um, just go to assholeconsulting.com, fill in the contact form, assholeconsulting.com contact send it. Just let me know. It's you. We'll get together. And actually now that I'm, the house is more or less done. I got a little bit more free time. Everybody do the Michigan rag. Sam Saylor, $10 super sticker. I can't tell what it is. Well, that's the most expensive super sticker. That's like 10 Atham super stickers, you know? Because even though Atham's shirts, he gets us these Mexican shirts with all these pockets. Apparently, he can't find his wallet in any of them. May I just watch Bugs Bunny? Spaghetti Westerns. Video games are taking effort. <clears throat> Neil, two bucks. Are you a Vikings? Hell no. No, no. I hate the Vikings. And it's not, okay, let me rephrase that. I do not hate the Minnesota Vikings, the team. I actually have a, a fair amount, if not a lot of respect for any professional team. They're all professional. And, and I, I hate the fans. I hate Minnesotans. And it's the confluence of events where, no offense to the actual players, the Minnesota Vikings, but you guys don't do anything important or valuable. And the people that watch you and get like they take the controller and throw the controller through the television because you guys missed a field goal again and you didn't make it to the Super Bowl again. Those people I hate because they're so stupid. And also when I used to live downtown Minneapolis, all the suburb people would come in and take all the good parking spots, not know how to drive a lot of one ways in downtown Minneapolis and be like, oh, there's a game. And, and for years, you know, coming up on a century plus, all this sports stuff, all this, this effort and resources and time and money, and yet ultimately you don't do anything except entertain, which I'm okay. That's fine. But <clears throat> like, you don't cure cancer. It's not an interesting story you're telling. Every great once in a while you get a Tom Brady comeback, like when he played against the Seattle Seahawks. Every, then that's worth watching. Or a great Mike Tyson fight. But that's one in thousands of sport ball. It's just, it's repetitive. It's nothing new. No, so I, I, I cheer whoever is playing against Minnesota. So it's like, what fan are you? I'm whatever team is playing against Minnesota because I want people to be miserable in that state. And they will be because most people in Minnesota are such losers. They got nothing else but the twins, the wild, the the whatever. Nonstop, Dre, two bucks. Cappy's Operation Evil book, six rules to six feet, feet easy six, seven things. <laughs> no, <clears throat> that's not me. 
Christoph Anon, five bucks. Moved to St. Pete, Cappy. Short matters less than Ford Cap. Had a pretty lady work the hotel desk, try to glom on me on day two. Which hotel? I know uh, St. Petersburg actually very, the Vinoy? We had the Vinoy? Uh, I love St. Petersburg. I was this close to moving there. There's just no mountains. I got to go back there. <clears throat> Dan Bjorgensen with a sh- shockingly with Norwegian kroners. I With a name like Borgensen, what are the chances you're from Norway? 20 Norwegian kroners enjoyed your book. Also, man cave or study. This is the recording studio slash study. And I got a, it's not done yet, but I had to, obviously I put in the soundproofing and because I had to get the internet working as quickly as possible. Um, so I haven't really designed it and I'm kind of burnt out. Maybe there'll be a next year project. So uh, we'll find out. Uh, throw away 80, 80, 125 Philippine pesos. I bought your book before rolls. There we go. Bravo. Thank you very much. As everybody should. Thanks for keeping me sane, Cappy. No problem. No problem. <clears throat> if you guys want, <laughs> if any of you read Rollo's books, especially Rich Cooper's book, and you like it, say great book, spectacular. Just not quite as good as Aaron's book. You could just fit in somehow 95 or 98% as good as Aaron Clary's book. Five stars. Just, just Aaron's book is a little bit better. If you could fit that in there, I'd appreciate it. Um, Feral Android, why'd you quit drinking? I'm semi-retired and enjoy the numbness most nights. Uh, because my 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 uh, organs aren't going to take it for long. I didn't have any troubles or problems, but there's one time I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to stop. Or, you know, I am going to develop some kind of problem. And there were some not of my prouder moments. You know, most of my, you know, the one, the the clips from my life that are not going to make it on the highlight reel were me drawing. I mean, nothing grandiose, but kind of like, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. <clears throat> um, but that's, those were, that was over like 20 years of drinking. Um, yeah, it's just, and I'm in the environment where I could drink all day if I wanted to. Could, author, work from the internet, uh, th- just all day. I could go all day. And it, it, no one would notice, well, people in my eyes, a little tipsy, he's a little lit. That's even better. He's more entertaining. <clears throat> Nonstop Dre, do you ever wish that you were a normie dude, bro? Um, Kind of like the, uh, what's it called, that Family Guy episode where Brian loses like, 20 IQ points and he's popular and getting laid. If it could be like Cypher being plugged back into the matrix and I don't know it. Yes. But now that I know it, no, because I'd prefer this knowing and living a much better life. Look, every dude, bro, <clears throat> every business major, pretty much everyone I ever went to school with from kindergarten to college. I don't know anyone that's accomplished anything. Not to say that they have it. I'd say there aren't doctors, but <clears throat> this is way cooler. This is a way cooler life. Way more interesting. At least I got a story. You know, working security, writing books, full-time school, full-time work, drop it to 118 pounds. That sucked. But at least it's a story. There's an accomplishment. There's character. Picked up ballroom dancing to make some side scratch. Became a thing. Oh, no one's going to do this. Who's going to pay asshole consultant? I ain't gonna, now that's a thing. <clears throat> no, I should have got my MBA and, and then gone work over at Procter & Gamble. <laughs> Name one famous investment banker. Right. Oh, the rich. Yeah, sure. But they don't have zany 
crazy stuff. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and then being no, it would have been a lot less stressful. And I'd be stupid enough to think that was life. I'd be stupid enough to think, oh yeah, I, I won state. That was awesome, bro. I got my trophies from when I was seventeen, and then I'm I'm Al Bundy. Uh, Django Geek, uh, five bucks. What would you do if your house was paid off and instead you had a home equity line of credit worth half your equity? I'd buy property overseas, depending on the interest rate. I almost guarantee you, because I don't need anything else. I pay cash for everything. And I, I don't, you know, like a home equity line, yet, like that's a large item purchase. I don't, I don't need anything else. Um <clears throat> I mean, really, if you look at my my credit card statement, you know, gas is like the largest expense, eating out. Uh, during summer, a lot of park fees. Um, coffee, espresso, booze was up there, of course. But, <clears throat> but you know, like a home equity purchase. Uh, yeah, probably be other property overseas. Thomas Kiln Schiller, Lynn. Five euros. Salutes from Berlin. Ah, wie geht's, mein Freund? Was ist los? Wo ist die schönes Freundleins? Ich bin hungrig. Uh, don't have Thanksgiving here. Any tips on how to wake up? How to wake up feeling like a force of nature? Nature. Oh, God. Dude, Tom, if you figure that out, write a book. There's a lot of sleep podcasts and sleep experts. Here's Here's the best I figured it out. Okay. You get a physically exhausting amount of working out, usually cardio, but you could also do it physical. You take a sleeping pill, um, like one of them little blue ones over the counter, <clears throat> and you take a melatonin pill, uh, and then you eat a good meal. And that's that's the best way I know to get a good and then keep the temperature cool. But you you could be completely different. Maybe you need to sleep hot. But that it, that's like a once in a four month event for me. And I had one last week where I just woke up like ten and a half hours sleep, and oh, oh yeah. Um, and I could do it when I was younger, but I was so sleep deprived, my body would catch up. So I bust my ass off during the week, and usually I have like a day off, maybe or at least a period of time where I'd, I'd sleep till one. Get up, feel like a million bucks. Oh, we get to work again. Uh, but I'd cheat. I'd have a, a sleeping pill. Absolutely. Uh, Rick, $10 for nothing. Thanks, Rick. Hey, here's our New, New Zealand agent. Channel 1800 dumb for $2. Saying hi to Cappy and the lads in the field. Well, thank you. <clears throat> Christoph and on five bucks, St. Pete, Russia. Oh, Artifact Hotel. Oh, the real St. Petersburg. <laughs> Hey, send me a picture. Send me a picture there, Christoph. I'd be kind of curious what that looks. Derek Yeager, five bucks. Subscribe to the channel, guys. The man deserves 100,000 subs. Thanks, Derek. Yeah, 245 guys. And then if you guys want to feel charitable, subscribe to Dr. David Perodin, Safety Podcast. And then subscribe to The Goddamn Bacon, uh, who is also an orphan for Thanksgiving. He'll probably be podcasting during Thanksgiving. I might podcast during Thanksgiving. Maybe get Bacon on. Maybe me and Bacon podcast. Uh, Dung is fun. Fifty generous dollars. Thank you very much, Dung. Uh, hey, Aaron Clary, how do you deal with the holidays <clears throat> when your good friends are dead and your family never talks to you or you move away? Um, I I won't lie. Uh, I rest. 
because uh, ever since I was 18, most of my holidays have been spent by myself, uh, usually because I was working security, obviously in the younger days. Um, there was a, a stretch where I'd, I'd go home for Christmas. So I'd, I'd make a fair amount of Christmases, but I have to go to two homes because divorce is so fun. Hey, everyone, get divorced in the 70s. Sleep around, catch the fleas. Go and get the divorcees. Why am I poor? <clears throat> um, so, and I've never, I asked the great one, I'm like, hey, do you want to come back to Wisconsin for was for Christmas. It's like, nah, I'm cool. I'm fine by myself. And I think after a while, you just, if that's where you're used to, you're used to. So I'm, I'm kind of okay. And I think a lot of it kind of as per the previous conversation with the client is, uh, the, um, you, you will adapt, your brain will adapt to a new normal and you're just happy to have a break. And so, like, when no one is around, like, most of the the breaks, and this is hypocritical of me lecturing the guy before, but <clears throat> the breaks that I get usually seven out of ten times is because it's forced on me. Nothing's open. People are at Christmas. And then I'll watch a movie, you know, or then I'll do this, or then I'll do that. Um, <clears throat> But, I mean, if you're, if your friend, I mean, dead metaphorically, or dead if they're, they actually did pass away. If they're dead, you can't do anything about it. Um, with your family now, you got the internet. You can you can talk, FaceTime. That's fine. Um, I remember when I couldn't afford uh, long distance. I didn't talk to my parents for three months. That was only an hour and a half, two hours away. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's I would get letters in the mail. Um, but um, yeah, you could talk to them on the internet. Sometimes it's worth visiting them. I was kicking around driving into town, visiting Lucifer and Geronimo. I'm like, ah, that's too far of a drive. <clears throat> but I don't know. I deal with the holidays pretty good. I, I'm, I'm all right. I might do a, we might do a podcast, get the, the Europeans, the non-Americans and Lincoln all, because it'll just be another day for them. Sam Whiskey, $10. Campy, check out the trailer for a movie called Danger Diabolic after the show this movie was made for you. Well, let me go Danger Diabolic. Okay, there we go. Maybe we'll watch that tonight. Um, nonstop Dre, two bucks. I saw your books in a library. Oh, no. Dre, here. okay, since you're black, I need you to do me a favor. I need you. I'm not joking even about this. If you want to do me a favor, go in and claim those books are racist. Okay? I do not want any library offering my books. Okay? Go in and say, do you know this? Do you know better yet? Do you know this author is racist? You should not have any of his books here. Please do that for me. And they have to believe you because you're black. See, if they don't believe you, then they are racist. Ah. But no, as a <clears throat> let me tell you, aspiring public self-publishing authors, regular authors, you don't want your book in the library. That's the worst place for it to be. OK, don't you don't want your book in the library. A friend of mine, her old mom, I, for whatever reason, she likes my books. And my mom's read all your books. I'm like, really? Yeah, she really likes them. I'm like, why would she buy my books? Well, she doesn't buy them. She goes to the library. I'm like, that bitch. Thief. Sam Whiskey, 10 bucks. People live for Black Friday, not for themselves. Yeah, there, <clears throat> there's a perfect example. 
You want to you want to see why you have every right to take advantage of your fellow human being. You go watch go sit in the parking lot and watch Black Friday. Channel 1800 dumb 5 New Zealand dollars. Cappy Don Hallworth and Arnold would have drinks before working out. Frank Zane got stone in the toilet. You're very fit. Chill with pop more. Ha ha. I I like no. I I'm, I'm kind of getting skinny fat. Uh, I'm maybe not quite there yet, but I don't go to the gym as much. I do more hiking. I'm slowly working out and getting more because I'm not working on the darn house. And I like to show you pictures of, oh, look, this is what I did. This is what I did. But it's boring stuff. Like I made a stool. And making a stool takes a long time because you got to paint it. It's got to dry. And you got to put on another coat. <clears throat> You're like the short, poor version of David Goggins. Who's David Coggins? Make me want to stop. David Goggins. People keep telling me, oh, David Goggins. Oh, wait, do I know this guy? David Goggins, ultra marathoner. Navy SEAL. Oh, yeah, I think I did a, a, a Clary test on this guy. Yeah, I'm not quite his level. Not quite there. <laughs> uh, I th thoughts on weed for military PSTD? Uh, whatever, man, you served. And obviously you suffered some kind of trauma. Uh, you, you have every right to do what you want, as far as I'm concerned. Um, <clears throat> whatever helps, man. Whatever, uh, no problem. Yeah. I mean, don't get in trouble with the law if, if you can avoid it, but try it. Whatever you need. Eric Burns Marsh, five bucks. <clears throat> Regular here. <clears throat> Yo, Mr. Celery, get the HELOC. It's the Dubro thing to use on your house as an ATM. Yeah, I should go buy some boats, even though there ain't no lakes out here. Max fetches five Australia, uh, two, uh, three Australian dollars. There we go. That's it. Max fetches. Thank you. Thank you, mate. Did we caught up? Are we caught up? Derek Yeager again, five bucks. Do it nonstop, Drake. Get those books out of. Yes. Yes. Look, if any of you see library books, especially you girls, we got a couple ladies tuning in, go in and tell them this is a sexist author. Okay. I don't want my books in the library. <clears throat> no, just get them out. And oh, you know, those librarian science majors, those library ladies, they're just ugly Marxist wearing glasses. Oh, yeah, get them, get them in there. Like, you, you, they're gonna fall for that. Oh, he's sexist. He's oh, ooh, not like I don't like. Oh, I gotta get rid of that. <clears throat> like, can you file a real? I want a form, I want to file a complaint. Everybody here, all I want for Christmas. Is for everybody the next time you're at the library, of course, they probably won't let you in without a mask. You see if I have any books by Aaron Clary, and then you you go look them up, you write down a complaint in paper, and get my books out of the library. Olivia Oracle, five bucks. Happy Thanksgiving, Big Daddy. Thank you, Olivia. I appreciate it very much. Big Daddy C appreciates it. Nonstop Dre, 362 bucks. Donate more of your books to more libraries. Got <laughs> Okay. Hey, look, don't think I can't figure out like, hey, let's meet up, Dre. Don't think I can't pull off some wicked, like, like God level practical jokes on you. Ask TJ. I just, just you, you go, hey, you can find, go see what's going to happen. Go ahead. Get it all out of you. Go ahead. Get as many of my books in the library. Let's just be like, oh, graduation. Hey, Trey. Oh, I'm invited, huh? Oh, that's where you live. Okay. All right. 
Eric Burns Marsh, five bucks. If they can't sell the library on racism or sexism, bring up the animal abuse. Yes, that would be a stretch. Since there's no evidence of that. Look, <clears throat> here's the irony. You could show your average Marxist librarian, science major librarian, the black man's got out of poverty, where the title says, basically, here's how we're going to help out black dudes. And you say, did you hear about this author? He's racist. You flip it back and look at him. A white man writing a book helping out a black man. That's racist. And gosh, I bet you 75% of the time they'd fall for it. I bet you they would. So I need you guys. Let's just search something on my site. Something Captain Capitalism Feminism. You'll find something enough to get everyone's panties in a bundle. Dre, two bucks. It's good to see you finally give back to community. <laughs> yeah, me give back. Yeah, me. Uh, Channel 1800, dumb New Zealand for two bucks. We love you, Aaron, regardless of height. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's, I was at the grocery store today, you know, buying food to stock up for tomorrow. And they have like ordering online parking spaces, handicapped spaces, expecting mother spaces, uh, wounded veteran spaces, veteran spaces, um, to, you know, cop space, all these, all these spaces. It should be spaces for short guys. Wisdom Vision Productions, five bucks. Dre has been relentless with the short jokes of the stream. He really cut you off at the knees. Okay, just get them all out, everybody. Get them all. I just, if I get super chat, you go out. You want to pay five bucks to cut a short joke? I'll take all the short jokes. Make short jokes about, about my pain. Make short jokes about, get them all out. I could go take my money and buy, frankly, nothing with it. <clears throat> Neil, two bucks. If you did college over, what would you major in? Um, I'd probably go. If I were to follow my intellectual interest, nuclear engineering, probably would have done nuclear engineering or nuclear physics, but that wouldn't have got me a job. So more practically, I would have got my CPA accounting with the CPA. So I would have done. All right. I think we're caught up now. Finally. Oh, oh, speak of the devil. Look who's here. 99 cent super sticker. Me and Atham are alone on our on our chat room on the Facebook because Chad is he's abandoning us for a woman. Stab me and Atham in the back. That's what Chad got for uh for Christmas early. His parents asked him, Chad, what do you want for an early Christmas? He says, two knives so I could stab Atham and Aaron in the back while I abandon him for some tail. <clears throat> That's why they're they're gonna do. No, 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 no. Don't no free books. Okay. Free is bad. Right. Free, free, bad, expensive, good, free, bad. Uh, all right. That's it. Questions, answers, assleconsulting.com. We'll see you guys later. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Toodles. All right, we got a, a lengthy one. Copious amounts of notes were taken because I, in my head, it's like, oh yeah, that's why. And then I realized, oh, 
to explain to someone who hasn't thought about it or also doesn't have the benefit of studying economics and looking at data and frankly having intellectual honesty and a genuine critical thinking not what they teach you which is to conform over in college um i just i was like oh okay yeah so i had to sit down and and, and i'm like oh man i don't know if i can you got to get it done got to get it done i just don't feel it man i just don't feel it but um uh, this this poor gentleman has been waiting long enough so i'll i'll get to it here uh anonymous rights I've read Bachelor Pad Economics in the book's numbers as well as watch a lot of your videos on YouTube. I want to ask if you could lay out a list of ways and reasons why the Democrats have lied to and failed black people. As a black man, I've converted myself over into the libertarian side of things. Welcome to the Cool Kids Club. It's not really cool. It's just we're right. I just, I'll simply think, hey, leave me alone and don't take my money. That's it. That's it. Hard sell, I know. Uh, and I'm loving it in recent time. There must be a lot of hot tail, a lot of hot tail in Libertarian Party, I bet, nowadays, right? Oh, boy. Giggity. Uh, in recent times, I've lost friends, girls, jobs, jobs, really, and equally clash with a lot of family members and acquaintances since I made this transition. I just want to arm myself with the facts that I can, I can use to justify my decision internally. Uh, well, let's stop here. I, I, I didn't think about this. I'm going to tell you not to justify yourself to, to people who aren't going to listen because they're not going to listen. All right. So whether that's family, whether they're black or white, it doesn't matter. <clears throat> just you're not going to convince people. Otherwise, we'll get into the reasons why. But internally, here's it's, it's a simple formula, man. Very simple. Is it true? That's it. That's it. Go pull the data. Go pull the research. Go look it up. You know, is it true? And and if it's true, I don't I don't really get deep into philosophy or or ethics it's like is it true there you go i mean the whole principle of asshole consulting is based on that we have a like how many generations we got now of and not not black people just total americans we've lied to them all right we told hey wait a minute hang on hang on have you heard of this generation called the millennials where we just told them yeah we're brave and amazing and do whatever you want and we'll bail you out and girls just like sensitive men. It, it's, it's very simple. When you lie to people, you're giving them wrong information. And if they believe you, young people believing parents, they, you will misallocate your most precious resource. And that is your time. And you will ruin your life. And the first thing I talk about is how I say, eliminate the concept this is about race or sex or anything just eliminate that because it has nothing to do with what group the democrats pit against another group it's are you told the truth or not and that's the and if you're told lies and and keep in mind these people like the boomers they were well follow your heart and the money will follow oh you know any degree is a good degree they actually thought that so they weren't maliciously lying it doesn't change the fact they lied and gave you wrong information and then consequently you what became a sensitive 90s guy well, you're probably too young to be sensitive 90s guy anyway probably born in the 90s um you majored in something stupid any price can't put a price on education now you're in debt and and now your life is miserable right now you can't afford a home and blah blah blah, blah. so um when it comes to your ethics 
Whether that's a political ideology, just your code of conduct, you interact with people. I mean, a good one is uh, the non-aggression principle. That's kind of a secular one to start with. But religion isn't bad either. I mean, the Ten Commandments is a good starting point. Main religion's kind of got some basic ethical rules and laws to follow there. But when it comes to your politics, it's very simple. What does history tell us? That's it. Just look at what, what happened. And then I would also argue common sense. Like the Democrat Party basically wants free crap. That's it. We just want, and then what communism is generally, we want free stuff. <clears throat> that doesn't work. Why not? Well, a third grader could think of it pretty quickly. Like, well, if everyone is get paid and they don't have to work, why would they work? Well, then there's nothing being produced. And that's when you have gulags and you got to enslave people and you can't let people escape your country because you basically created a country of slaves. That's it. There you go. So <clears throat> common sense, empiricism, facts, and then form your political opinion. Don't form your opinion. Don't, don't be like Democrats. Don't be like young people. Don't be like idiots. I want to believe in the touchy-feely happy government, and I'm going to force everything to fit in. And then it's like, well, what is this data? Re- what about the, what about the Holomador? <laughs> what, what about the National Socialist Party? Hey, weren't that wasn't real. Hey, wait, hang on, hang on. Um, they're bending over backwards to fit reality into their ideology, and it doesn't work. You shouldn't have an ideology. You should have an empiric idea, empiriology, or an empiricistology, <clears throat> a truthology, a realityology, not an idea. Ideas don't cut it in the real world. So. As you you know, get older and go through your not spiritual journey, but political or ethical journey, is it you know justify my decision internally? You should not be justifying your decision internally. It should just be it's true. I looked up the data. It's true. That's it. Go f yourself, everybody else. I don't care about your feelings. I don't care if you don't believe me. Man, the number of times that and here's something you may want to consider, and then we'll, we'll get to the lengthy copious amount of notes I took. This is why very early on, um, back when I was a younger man in my 20s, I go to these house parties and they're, oh, I don't know who it was. I had an idea, a couple of these guys, who the douche was. He's a Republican. I have to explain I'm a libertarian, but people back then, if you could believe it, even people back then were morons. And that's because I was a libertarian, but everyone thought I was a Republican. That meant I was like Hitler's BFF. Him and I, went, we just started slaying Jews together. It was a grand old time. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get a funny mustache like you, Adolf. <clears throat> um, but to end it, and it didn't win me any friends. You're not going to convince those who are unwilling to be strong and courageous enough to accept truth, empiricism, and reality. They just want to be popular and belong to the, to the group, to the tribe. <clears throat> I would bet them. I'd say I bet, and you have to bet them on something very precise, something that can be looked up, like this data series, this data point. That that thing over at the Fred database on the Federal Reserve or the Bureau of Economic, and I guarantee you that's what that number is. And I would never have anyone at two people. Well, they were girls, but that's a different. I was using that to bet. I'm like, well, you could come over and make me dinner if you're wrong. But that was the charming argumentative cappy back in the day. But yeah, if it was ever a political debate, I'm like, I bet you bet according to this thing, 100 bucks, you're wrong. And they would they would so back down because deep down inside everyone knows they do not have an empirical or an empiricism ideology or a truthology. They have touchy good feely feely feels, 
and they don't want to live in the real world because they're basically weaklings and cowards, right? So whether that's your, your family, whether that's everyone in college, whether that's where you're at work, I mean, just generally kind of pre-answering your question right now feels before reels. <clears throat> what you really ought to read, I got a link to the Black Man's Got Out of Poverty down below, but what you really ought to read is Enjoy the Decline to see just how sad and pathetic most people are because their feelings triumph everything, which is why a lot of people are poor or miserable in debt because they want to believe that they're masters of whatever childhood literature was going to lead to them making 75 grand. Oh, and give you another example, kind of show how people are delusional and weak. All right. It not, not trust you, me, not, not the black community, everybody. Okay. Uh, you actually have girls thinking that being fat and big is beautiful. They actually believe that. Now, deep, deep, deep down inside, no one believes that, but they want to believe the lie. And it, it, I cannot emphasize this feels before real. So when you go out into the, at least the United States, and I would say Western civilization in general, where everyone is spoiled rotten with government the money and parent money and bailouts and subsidies, right? do not try to tell them the truth do not you need these people to get a job you gotta lie to the hr lady you gotta lie to your folks so they don't it's not that you would be aiming for their inheritance but you you cannot violate and hurt their feelings that's basically what it is you can't make them feel bad with your nasty truths and your math and your empiricism and your data because you won't have a family and i'm not saying you necessarily want to even keep this family or that group of friends, or that job. You got to find God Almighty. You ideally would find family, friends, and loved ones who believe in the truth. You know that that because then you can you can have a real one, a trustful relationship, to a productive relationship. I'll give you another example. <clears throat> I love her. Yeah, but Jessup, she has a master's degree in sociology. Yeah, so. Well, you know how you like joined the military and got shot at and got injured. And then you, you I'm trying, what would Jessup, Jessup in the military, he had to be a grunt. He's in artillery. Um, he, he, he works on fences. I don't know. He works on fences. Okay. He does, but he works hard. Jessup works hard. I love her. She said nice things to me. And her name is, what's a Southern name? Sue Allen. Okay, Sue Ellen, Sue Ellen. And uh, Sue Ellen has $150,000 in student loan debt because she believed the lie. But Jessup, he wants the fifis and the real and, and the lovesies and the little, little peace leaf, probably. I love her. And then uh, he's going to ignore reality. He's going to go with his feelings. Oh, now he's on the hook for the student loan debt. You cannot form good, stable relationships financially, psychologically, emotionally, <clears throat> familially, career-wise, based on lies. So, but for now, and I'm, I'm assuming I should have asked how young you were. I'm going to assume you're a younger man, um, especially for younger people. Yeah, man, you got to play the game. Like I would have made so much more money if I just lied back in my banking days. In the build-up to the housing crisis, if you guys want to read my first book, go get behind the housing crash to find out I'm not a total wicked-ass douche. I'm just a, a wicked-ass douche. Partial. 
Um, I would have made so much more money if I just, yep, okay, there you go. Approve, 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 approve. All I got was reprimanded, borderline fired a couple times. I usually would quit <clears throat> before it came to that. But especially when you're a younger man, whatever it is, like the, the classic microcosmic example, let's say you don't believe in Marxism. You, you got to take some feminist studies class to get your, your prereqs out of the way so you can move on to get a degree in accounting, whatever. And you you straight up don't believe whatever the professors, you just disagree with them. And the professor is not giving you any they've, you have sophistry and, and intellectually dishonest uh, um, arguments, irrational arguments, or, or biased data. And you say, well, here's the data. Dude, just tell her, yeah, you're all oppressed. Men are horrible pigs. You deserve money and UBI and free this and free that. You're right. I'm such a bad guy because I have whatever chromosome makes you a guy. What? 43 genders? You got it, sweetheart. Sure. Give me that A. And then you leave. You get out. All right. <clears throat> so until this is why I always recommend you become part of the 1099 superior race. You get some good skills. And maybe especially now, I mean, it's like, man, I just want to go to a place where it's sane. Where I can tell the truth. Like, yeah, guys don't like fat. I mean, we don't hate them, but we just don't want to. We're not attracted to them. I, I want to go to a country where I can say that. Right. And ideally, if you to have a, a happy, successful, you would like to get to a group of people, whether that's here in the United States, there's a dwindling chance of that happening, whether that's a more traditional culture overseas where they haven't gone bat bleep insane. <clears throat> you find a girl that wants to treat you nice and doesn't find it degrading to make you something, right? But that you got to get to truth. You got to get to real. And, and but until that point in time. You got to play the lying game here in the United States. You got to play the feels before the reels, make everybody happy. And now the cat's out of the bag, unfortunately, with your family. Uh, and, it, and I guarantee, I know what you did as a libertarian. You discovered Christ and you had to share it with everyone. You found libertarianism like, whoa, wait a minute. And you're right. You're right. It is a, whoa, wait a minute. This is so simple. Why can't we do this? And then you went and you said, and you probably did some research, got some data. You're wrong about this. You're wrong about that. I can't believe you. And dude, they don't care about the truth, man. <laughs> they don't care about the truth. Because whether it's you at family Thanksgiving or me at a house party in the 1990s, if you just told the truth, you would have, or if you just lied and went around along with it, you would have had a much more enjoyable Thanksgiving night or dinner. And I would have gotten laid a lot more. That's just how simple it is. All right. But you don't invest in these people. Right? You, you do not invest long term. I mean, if it's your family, yeah, you love your family, of course. But I'm talking like you don't go into business. You don't rely on them. You, you just and you're not going to save them. OK, so there we go. Um, <clears throat> I have at my disposal, whatever the communist jerks come at me about why white people hate everyone, blah, blah, blah. Is there a fee associated with this request? Yeah, and there was, and I did have to charge you much because I had to go through and go through. All right, so let what we're going to do first is I'm going to explain first why Democrats lie to black people or keep them impoverished or – and not all of them necessarily maliciously. A lot of naive and well-intended Democrats, they just don't think because they're too freaking lazy. 
But for the most part, yeah, they're the most vile evil. By the way, don't know if you knew this. The Republicans fought the Civil War to free the slave. Just saying, you know. <laughs> it was a different party back. Yeah, it was. It was. Democrats haven't changed, though. They just changed tactics. Name one thing the Republicans have done for black people. Well, the party of Lincoln, they fought through a civil war and the uh, party of the Emancipation Proclamation. Name two things. <laughs> it's from Undercover Brother. It's, it's a good show. Uh, all right. So let me pull it up here. Is that it? Do I have two copies? I think this is it. All right. <clears throat> here we go. All right. So first. Let us get rid of race, okay? Because if you look at the trait of race, you're going to misdiagnose what's going on. And to truly understand what the Democrat Party is doing, you have got to take the blinders off and realize this really doesn't have anything to do with black people or Latinos or women or non-binary people or anything like that. It is, it is not that. All right. This is universal for anyone who believes the Democrat Party or believes in so or the Labor Party, whatever the equivalent would be overseas. All right. Because if you think it, it's which in, in the case that you're talking to your family or it is about race, if they're talking about it, not monetary policy, you're going to have a, you're going to have a tendency to then talk about that race. You're going to have a tendency to like, oh, well, see, here's some evidence that shows something, something about race. All right. Whereas I would be, okay, let's say I'm talking to a gal who's a feminist. I would see something, something about feminism. We got, it's, it's not too unlike you're fighting different strands of the same universal flu. And so we could fight these eccentricities or, or, or specific arguments, but you're missing the big picture. You're, you're missing the larger cause. We're finding the symptoms, not the cause, all right? So don't view this as race, and then you're going to understand it, all right? <clears throat> the second thing we got to do, you must understand what I like to call the universal law of laziness, okay? And that is everybody is lazy. And the reason everybody is lazy is because for the vast majority of human existence, laziness was a great survival strategy until literally like maybe 50, 75 years ago, food was the number one problem humans had to face hunger getting enough food and so our body is very efficient at storing out technology shot up capitalism hey and now we got the opposite problem we're getting fat <clears throat> but you have to understand why people are lazy it is not because there's necessarily anything ethically wrong with them or they just don't want to work it's that working in the past consumed calories of energy <clears throat> and if you didn't conserve your calories of energy uh, you would starve. And so this is where different, you know, Daniel Boone didn't chase down rabbits. He set snares. Uh, American Indians, they didn't chase down the buffalo. They would actually, they'd do a buffalo run and they'd, they'd herd the buffalo off a cliff. Now they have bows and arrows. You wouldn't chase after deer. You develop the bow and arrow. <clears throat> and if you weren't doing that, if you weren't running around, you know, you just chill out and conserve your energy. And I'm sure there was some strategy as well. I mean, you could see it even today when people hunt. I'm sure on the American Indian Plains, they had like, okay, all right, all right. Frank, these are their names, of course. You go over there uh, by the, the cliff, all right, and then we'll, we'll spook, the, but we'll get them into that, and then we can shoot them. I'm sure there was some strategy involved 
where you worked as a team, you know, team to the, let's go to the Northern hemisphere or, or you're, you know, we're going to take down the mammoth. All right, Bob, you know, Crow Magnum man. All right, Bob, you go over there next to the big boulder and Billy, you go over there next to that big log. And then we'll push the log down when the mammoth comes and we'll hit him with the big rock. Right. There was something like that because using that would be way less calorie consuming. And then if you weren't hunting or doing something, you'd chill out and you could serve it. Look at your dog. How many you got a worthless dog? What do your dogs do? Your dogs do nothing. They lie there and eat food and then they sleep. No good worthless dogs. Cats. Oh my God. They're worse than dogs. Your cats don't. Your cats have got it down, man. Like, look at all these humans doing all this stuff for us. Oh my goodness. <laughs> hey, Sylvester. Yeah, look at this. Yeah, I just lie on this windowsill and they come in and they, they take care of the, the litter box. The golden pellets, they take out my golden pellets, yes. <clears throat> anyway, laziness is maybe second to men's sex drive because women don't have any. Hey, <laughs> zing. Anyway, probably the second strongest human drive in all of humanity is to be lazy, to conserve energy. I do mean that second to men's only sex drive. I, 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 maybe fear is another drive like oh crap saber-toothed tiger you know run <clears throat> but one of the more permanent ones uh i would say is laziness all right so that is part of our hardwired biological programming we ain't getting rid of it and it might be a good thing to have especially if the communists take over and say hey we're going to take over the farms because we know better and oh well how does this work again and it ain't no food and you're not, we ain't going to be going to the gym no more to work off all the extra calories. We're going to be like, man, I wish there were some extra calories. All right. So it's part of the hardwiring. Just like you like girls with big boobies. You, you want to sit and do nothing. Okay. Part, so it's kind of like a don't fight. Now, <clears throat> what are we on? Fourth thing, third thing, whatever. There are three types of people based on how humans react to their biological hardwiring to be lazy. The smart people, especially today, realize that there is no such thing as the easy way. And I've talked about this many times, that there is no easy way. There's just the hard way and the really hard way. Or a more simple way of putting it is that lazy people work twice as hard. All right. A lazy person had t- plenty of them, contractors, okay? They do the job the wrong way. Well, you got to come back. You got to tear out the wrong job and do it right the second time. But lazy people, that's that. Sh- I don't want to say they're dumb, right? They, they're, you could argue they are dumb, but I would also argue laziness is such a powerful thing. It might even override your intelligence. But smart people or just people who may, maybe intelligence, certainly intelligent, but maybe genuine critical thinkers, people courageous enough to say, oh, I got to work hard because if I don't do X, Y, and Z. I got to work way harder. Now, in this book, I'm not to become a millennial, which maybe you might want to pick that one up. <clears throat> I talk about two friends. One's an ex-friend. One is still a friend. My first friend is my Vietnamese electrical engineering buddy. He's American, but Vietnamese descent. He majored in electrical engineering. That's hard. And then he went to work. That's hard. And he bought, he saved money. And he, and he invested in a house. That's all hard. But now... And even compared to me, we're about the same age. We're approaching 50. That guy has spent way less calories of energy than I did. Me trying to work and like, you know, biking to work because I couldn't afford a car. Waiting for the bus. Walking to the bus. Walking back from the bus. You have to go to school again. 
to get a degree that pays this time. You got to work up the money. So now you're working either physical labor or at least working how many years, how many thousands of hours a year? Well, 2,000 hours a year. <clears throat> but how many years you got to work to pay for this degree to go get the, 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 and sit in the study, all calories of energy, all consuming. Now, I never went back to school and all that. And I worked security. I did ballroom day. I did all this and getting what? 18, 20 bucks an hour, maybe back in the day. Like this guy's paid, this guy now he's paid a hundred dollars an hour. So yes, maybe he did the hard work up front, but over the course of his entire life, this man has spent a fraction of the calories of energy I have working. And good for him. He made the right choice. I made a stupid choice. See, but I'm in my peer system. I'm willing to admit that. <clears throat> now let's go to someone who's even worse and dumber than me. All right. This is my former friend, not my friend anymore. And this was a gal who is a washed up Gen X spinster. Feminist, um, old, had her beauty, squandered it, major in early childhood education, never worked hard, never did want to work hard, did everything in the book to avoid working, like tarot card reading and raising chickens and all this other crap where it's like, isn't that stuff lazy people do to avoid real work? And her entire life has just been one miserable failure after another. House got repossessed. It's just, just bad, just bad. She's got to go get the bus. She's got to get a. Let's talk about this. My buddy, Vietnamese buddy, all right, his cars don't break down. You know why? Well, one, he buys relatively new cars. He doesn't buy brand new cars. He's not, he's not crazy. Uh, but he gets good cars in good shape. He's a good mechanic. And then he does the scheduled maintenance. Why does it schedule maintenance? Because he knows over the long haul, it saves money. Less calories of energy. You have to work dry, d- d- drumming up that money to pay for the mechanic. This gal. Car is always constantly breaking down. No, I don't want to talk to you. Go away. <clears throat> car is always breaking down. Um, she's got to go in. Got to get AAA. She doesn't have AAA. Now you got to pay for a tow. And instead of making $60, $70 an hour like my engineering buddy, she makes whatever back in the day, $12 an hour plus tips if she was working staff. So she's got to work all that much more hours. Meanwhile, my buddies are moving a mouse, clicking a keyboard, which is not terribly calorie consuming. And so the smart people, whether they realize that or not, or they just have good parents, or they're just like, yeah, I think I'm going to, maybe they just want to work hard. But the point is, over time, they are actually doing it the hard way, whereas lazy people do it the really, really hard way. There is no easy way. And the lazy people I, I talk about where they think they're going to win some kind of lottery, <clears throat> like an aspiring rap artist, maybe, huh? Like there's no work put into it. There's no like learning to code. I had another client, black guy. He said, um, boy, he wanted to get into welding, but then he also wondered if he, he wanted to be a DJ on the side. I said, oh, there's nothing wrong with being a DJ on the side. It's fun. Maybe make a little bit of scratch on the side. Plus good way to pick up girls. Okay. I'll grant you that. But that ain't your career, man. I mean, unless you're like one of the top 1%, you become famous, which, okay, fine. Go play your DJ, but that ain't your main gig. Yeah. Go to welding school or the union or wherever it is that you learn how to become a welder, right? But he was based in the real world and empiricists. He wasn't lazy, but man, there's like, I'm going to become a DJ. I'm going to become a rapper. I'm going to become an athlete. Were you going to put in the effort to become an athlete? Uh. And so the lazy people think that it'll just happen to them. They think that wealth just happens. Like, no, no money and riches doesn't just happen. Unless you're a trust some baby Democrat like Ocasio-Cortez or Nancy Pelosi or admittedly some Republicans too, like the Bushes, admittedly. 
<clears throat> but the majority of the people that you see that are wealthy, which you wouldn't see it anyway, because really wealthy people don't show it. They had to work for it. Bill Gates. I mean, he just worked on Microsoft the entire time. Any of the big ones, what Gates, uh, Bezos, um, uh, who's the other nerd? Um, Musk, right? These guys spent their entire lives building these these companies, right? It was a lot of work. And let's admit they're also super geniuses as well. So they, they're kind of a weird other group, but they're they're passionate, truly passionate about that. Um, but that they earned it. They worked hard for it. It's not just like point unless you're a hot chick and you get like you go you go viral on the internet. It ain't going to happen. And there's nothing wrong with going viral on the internet either. Just have a day job. That's all. But no, <clears throat> lazy people, they, they think it's just going to happen. Someday the ship will come in and it's going to happen. And they don't do anything to hustle and work for it. This is why they go major in money follow. You know, I'm majoring in English. Don't we live in an English-speaking country? Yeah, but I really, really, really want to speak it well. Do you mean speak it good? Yeah. <clears throat> And so they're just avoiding work. That's it. They're, they're going back to their old school programming. Whoa, whoa. Hold on. Wait for that antelope to come into range. Set the snare. Don't expend too much calories of energy. Wait, but they don't realize that we don't live in Cro-Magnon times. We don't live in um, <clears throat> the pre-colonial America times. All right, we have technology that it has changed. And what you got to do is you have got to use your frontal cortex to override your back. You're like, look, if I just major in the right, you don't even have to major in the right thing. You just have to not screw up. Um, I think it was, what was his name? Um, was it Walter E. Williams or was it Thomas Saul? It was one of the black economists. Finish high school. Don't have kids until you're married. Get a job? Was that it? Was that? No, I think maybe it was don't commit crime. I like to improve upon that a little bit. Don't major in stupid crap. Don't commit no crime. And don't get, uh, don't have kids you can't afford. Forget whether you're married or not. Don't have kids you can't afford, period. And that universally would solve poverty for everyone. Everyone. All right? If you don't want to hear that, feels before reels. <clears throat> Some people are so stupid, they're too lazy to put on a condom. And where does that get you? Right. So there's that. So you got the smart people. They're the ones like either consciously or not. They just put in the effort and their life is a lot easier and they spend less calories. Or there's the lazy, the, the dumb people who think laziness is still a strategy in today's uh, time and world. And it kind of is. I mean, yeah, you'll live, you know, thanks to the, the welfare state, you'll get food, clothing and shelter maybe. But you're not going to have any of a life, you know, it's not, not going to be a life you're going to enjoy. And then it's over. Then you're dead. <clears throat> but there's a smart and then there's the lazy people or the dumb people who think there's an easy way. And then there's a third group of people. And these are going to call the charlatans. I want to call P.T. Barnum, sucker born every minute. And these are the ones they could be lazy. They could be smart or lazy, smart or stupid, either or. Right. A lot of them are pretty smart. Some of them are lazy, but all they do is they make a living off of the stupid people or the lazy people. Right? Now, how do the charlatans make a living off of the lazy slash stupid people? And that is more modern in the United States. This happens since time immemorial. So don't think, you know, it, it, this is just today. And, and I would argue this video is almost exclusively for Americans. 
<clears throat> they do it through what is modernly called trait or tra uh, traits or traitism. I like to call it traitism because now we're going to go back. Well, there's racism, there's sexism, there's um, non-binaryism, gender discrimination, I guess, uh, whatever. All the no, no, no. It's all traits. That's all it is. It's all they all fall under the umbrella of traits because again, we don't want to argue the individual symptoms. We got to figure out what is the. I wish I was more medically minded. What is it called? The pathology or the, or the root cause of a disease? Somebody smarter than me knows this. <laughs> anyway, that's the root cause. The charlatans come in and sell you on trade. So here's what's happening, okay? You got the smart people. They go off and they do something with their life or just even industrious. And by smart, I don't mean IQ smart. I mean, they're just smart enough to know I should work hard because it's going to be easier if I do it this way. <clears throat> so there's that. Well, then the lazy and the stupid people by comparison, they look at the, the smart people that worked, and there's no there's no way around it. They feel shame and guilt. Shame and guilt that comes from not working or not working as hard. Or maybe even not even their fault. Some that's luck. I, I'm not dumb enough to say luck doesn't play a role in it. But usually when I see someone get lucky, I'm happy for them. <clears throat> what happens in the black community when someone wins the lottery? Is everyone just happy for them? Is that Somebody, somebody gets drafted with the NFL, right? Everyone's like, high five, pat on the back, good for you, Joe. Nothing else, right? They never ask for anything, right? They never ask for any handouts, right? No one, something about bringing something back to the community. Nothing. You too good for us now? You're better than us? That never happens, right? You think that's exclusive? You think the black community has a monopoly on that? You are mistaken, my fine young sir. That happens everywhere else. <clears throat> Maybe not as uh, prolifically, but. Anyway, so there's Shane Gell, like, oh, he's, a, and it's, it's all it is, is showing a mirror, like, hey, you ought to have been doing this. You're wasting your time. Your time is, your life is slipping by. You are wasting it. You could have done that, but no, you chose to whatever. Play video games, eat Doritos, get fat, uh, buy a beatbox. Uh, I think you're going to become the next, um, whoever it was that actually did make money. You're going to become the next whatever. Or in the uh, other people's case, oh, yes, sweetheart, you're going to major in early childhood development and you're going to make $100,000 a year uh, uh, being a babysitter. Or, or, oh, yeah, you just be nice and be a good boy. And then all the you'll get nines and tens. The girls are just girls just love sensitive 90s men. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't have to hit the gym. Good. OK, cool. I don't feel so. No. Not that's not shame is there. You're not doing the work. And that person reminds you, right? Then there's also, and this is biological. This is forgivable. This makes sense. <clears throat> there's the fear and cowardice of a life of work. Because like right now, everyone lives at a certain level. Like let's, let's say you take anybody who graduates. Again, remove the rate. doesn't matter. Your name is Tina. And you went K through college. And you majored in journalism. You got a master's in journalism. And now you have $175,000 in debt. <clears throat> Inevitably, the point comes that Tina is going to have to realize her master's degree in journalism is, is not going to pay for itself. And she's going to have to go back to school. Now, here's whether she has the courage or the cowardice to make the right or the wrong decision. If she has the courage to make the right decision, she'll have to admit that she's been wrong this entire time and that she was lazy and she just thought it'd be fun to major in journalism, which is cool. Just why do you go $160,000 for such a worthless degree? 
okay? But because she has so much invested in it and that would change her expected life. Like her life is going to change. Someone like, you know, um, they get a heart attack. Their life, their future life that they thought they were going to have is gone. Okay. Uh, the the J- Hugh Jackman or uh, Denzel Washington uh, guy that all these delusional girls thought they were going to get. All of a sudden they're 45. Th- that dream is gone. It's whether they got the courage to admit that and take action. Again, truth, reality, empiricism. And usually, because it only works this way, excellence is only, only achieved through hard work. You want to get Hugh Jackman? It's one, it's too late. You're 40. Okay, he could get whoever while well, he's married to happily. <clears throat> but he, no good looking guy, no Prince Charming is going to go out with you. All right. And now if you want to salvage what remains of your life in this particular case, an instance of an overweight 40 something woman, you need to really lose the weight. You need to grow that hair out long. You better learn to be demure and kind and supporting. You better learn to be feminine and you better dress. That's a lot of work. That is a lot of work. It'd be the same thing for a guy. You want to get a girl in today's age? You got to hit that gym. You got to diet. You got to work. I mean, it's a lot of work. And this is where I will admit a bit of cowardice, even on my part. I'm a minimalist. No. (laughs) To get that girl and this house and that thing. Now I'll do with the nice little, little hut that I have. Thank you very much. I'll do with old used cars. Thank you. I am not going to work that life. But for someone going from, well, you're trying to wake, you know, like Neo from the Matrix or whatever. You're trying to wake your family up and dash cold water on what they've been brought up to believe and have this, this expectancy of their future for the past 30, 40, 50. I don't know how old your family members are years. That is all of a sudden changing their future not in a good way, and giving them a huge liability, a huge amount of work to work for, work through for the rest of their life. Whereas if you're in the comfort zone, if you're in lie world, oh, well, everything will just turn out fine. I'm just not lucky yet. I haven't found my man yet. Or here's a perfect example. Like same thing here. Same thing happened to me. I just haven't found the right bank yet. I got perfect days. I got one, one A minus. I, I got more or less straight A's. I got great uh, several internships. I graduated with no debt. I worked my way. I have full-time work, full-time school. Wow, this bank sucks. I got to work at another. Well, this bank took me till I was 36 to realize, oh my God, they all suck. Well, it's actually 30, 31 in the bank that I can't end up working at later. I like, no, you guys are doing it my way. And they still didn't do it. But it took me was, it took me at, at least eight years, more like a decade to figure out, oh, I got to go back. I wasted all my schooling for a degree in finance with a minor in economics, not because I was necessarily wrong. I'm not. The housing bill, I'm actually an amazing economist. But I'm not cut out for banking, and this is not opinion. And tell me if the bailouts might prove this, because I'm not an amoral piece of shit scumbag like most bankers. I don't need a bailout. I wasn't going to approve these loans. I'm still wrong. Now what's my obligation? Well, my obligation was I had to go work security for another 10, 15 years, but I didn't mind it too much. And I had become entrepreneurial on the side. And by the pure grace of God and luck, the internet came along and now I do this. But let's say I get demonetized or the internet goes away or whatever. Yeah, I got to go back. 
I gotta go back. I was, I, I even went back to school for like six months until they pulled me back into banking for a lot of money. <clears throat> um, I was in a computer networking school, but I accepted, I had to go back and retool. My life was not going to be what I thought would be, which would be roughly 150,000 a year by this age with a house and a half paid off. And then I'd be living off of rental income that did not happen. I had the wrong information. And I have to be courageous enough to acknowledge that my future that I was promised by basically Democrat Party, among other people who we're going to get to, parents too, was never going to happen. And I can either accept that, be courageous, and get working and salvage what remains of my life, or I can be a coward, and of which the Democrat Party, and I'm not jumping too far ahead, will provide you ample excuses as to why you should not try. And that you're entitled and it's not your fault and it's not your responsibility, which I don't know where I did the numbers around four generations of people who've been like from the 19, I used 1965 as the cut point one, five, four generations. Now people have been lied to by the Democrats, especially the black community. And especially I would ask the black community, do you want to be lied to for a fifth? Where's it gotten you? How's, how is that empirically worked out? I don't know. Did Detroit turn into some great place everyone wants to live? Is Compton like the bee's knees now? How's Kenosha and Milwaukee and Waukesha today? Although I think Waukesha was just a uh, a runaway from a crime thing. Uh, that doesn't really happen. <clears throat> uh, how's Southside Chicago? That Lori Lightfoot, she's, she's really helped out the black community, right? She's tangibly made black people's lives better, right? Right? People don't want the truth. They want comforting lies. And that could be Southside traditional mom who's voted Democrat because the Democrats for the black people. She's a black woman. Whether that's Tipsy Bipsy, the uh, 23-year-old moron with her master's degree and whatever it is from the suburbs. And whether that's, that's video game playing Barney lack of a better word <clears throat> who who just hasn't found the right girl yet and and he and, and uh his mom keeps telling me find the right girl you just you just you're a good boy and you just agree with them all the time and be nice and bring them flowers do i have to hit the gym no no girls don't like jocks my mom literally told me girls don't like jocks i'm like what it kind of doesn't seem like all right i'll just be myself and myself at the time was this scrawny skinny guy who'd like to pedal bikes like long distances and play video games that's that's what was me. Surprisingly, not a lot of girls are interested in young men like that. Didn't know if you knew that. <clears throat> Do you have the courage then to change your life midstream, to shift gears? Do you? And most people don't because they've already kind of chosen that that life that and their laziness. But it's it's a fear. It's a crippling fear. Like, oh my God, I got to work how much? And that I could kind of understand. I could understand that biology is like, I wasn't expecting, I thought we'd have bows and arrows. What do you mean we got to chase the antelope on foot? What do you mean we can't use tactics? What do you mean I got to, uh, I'm trying to think. What do you mean I got to go up there like Legolas with a bow and arrow and take the mammoth down? Are you kidding me? I thought we were a team. You told me we were going to be a team or something else was going to, there'd be some assistance. It's not, it's not. Um, it's, it's, you gotta, it's here. Here's what you gotta do. 
Ladies, you got to hit the gym. Everyone's got to go back to school. No, you can't have kids you can't afford. Right. So then it's, but the that is a daunting and intimidating prospect that you're, and it's sad and depressing. I mean, you think it's sad and depressing, um, you know, like, what do you mean I got to work and spend less than I make? And, um, you know, that's your rank and file American. Now, can you imagine your average American gal who's like 40 something where it's like, yeah, menopause, dude. No, you don't get to have kids. No, that whole, okay, you sold your life, your life for college debt, school, which I don't know about you, school sucked, whether it was college or K through 12, didn't matter to me, I hated school, <clears throat> to commute, to sit in meetings and pay taxes, to buy stuff you don't need, and either you have kids, but you never raised them and never spent time with them, and now they're all effed in the head, or it's too late because you were waiting for your Prince Charming to come because you wouldn't sell for anything. I'm Kevin Samuels is a perfect example who highlights this delusion. You're, you're overweight. You got lip. You don't shut up. You don't have a good degree. You don't have a good career. You got a ton of debt. You got attitude on top of it. And you think you're going to go get uh, Ryan Gosling or Ryan Reynolds or some other handsome guy named Ryan who's almost as handsome as me. I don't know how many handsome Ryans are there out there. <clears throat> uh, for for women to turn around and accept that daunting, crippling reality, very few people have the courage and, and uh, I wouldn't say intellectual chops, but intellectual honesty. There's some, there's some real brave and amazing. I like to see that. Like to see that. All right. But <clears throat> inevitably what happens because it's human nature. And I don't know why. Maybe it just was another survival mechanism. See those people over there got all that stuff? Let's go get it. Like the Vikings. I guess the Vikings were envious. We don't want to work. We just want to rape and pillage. Let's go over to Europe, mainland Europe, and go grab their stuff. But now, and here, tell me if the Democrats have made you envious. Those people over there, again, not race, any trait. Could be race. Could be gender, could be sex, could be mental health, could be religion, any trait. Those rat bastards over there got more. And you know why you don't have as much? Is because you had five kids by six different fathers and you majored in, in touchy-feely studies? No. No, it's, it's because of those people with a different type of plumbing. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, I hate those guys. And all of academia now has simply turned into this big factory of creating the most fantastic excuses and rationalizations. I mean, here's here, <clears throat> no matter who you are, no matter who you are, if you're poor, chances are you had kids you couldn't afford, you committed a crime, you majored in stupid crap. Or your parents did and you're young and you're now suffering the byproduct of that. Okay. Those are three. That's one sentence with three subjects. I don't know how it works. I didn't, I actually flunked out of seventh grade English, right? So there's, I told you in one sentence how to solve poverty, why you're poor, regardless of who you are, right? How many literally millions of pages of books have the social sciences and the liberal arts and college and academia written about privilege and race and gender and 
constructs and da, 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 and politics and socialism. And I mean, you think this is new. This is just, we added traits to what, you know, Chomsky, Foucault, uh, Marx, all these other people. We want your crap. That's it. Look at those people who got more crap than you. Oh, those rad. And even you could argue back maybe in Marx's time with the beginning of the Industrial Revolution. Okay, I could see some barely, barely. <clears throat> but now it's it's all taking the traits and playing them off so that you are envious of other people. And envy is, I think, one of the seven deadly sins, which doesn't mean anything. But where does envy get you? Envy doesn't do anything. I think it's one of the most horrible things that you could ever experience. Except in a, except in a, in a healthy way. Like, for example, am I envious of... Um, I'm trying to think who who would I be envious of? Uh, rich guy. Let let's say Bezos. Just the money, right? Not his job. I don't envy his job. I don't envy his dating life. I don't envy his. I don't envy his hairline. Okay, just the money. Yeah, I envy the money, but I'm like, I don't hate him for it. I'm like, well, good for him. He made that money. All right, good. Didn't hurt me. Right? But if you're lazy and you're stupid, and deep down inside you know it's you. That's why you're poor, not as doing as well as Frankie next door, Jessica down the street. Right there, that's where ego and pride come in. Are you going to accept that you are responsible roughly for your situation? Sometimes bad things do happen. Some that is true. <clears throat> Even if it's not your fault, like for me, I did the best I could in banking. Even if it's not, it's not my fault the banking industry was in incredibly corrupt. How does that change it? Doesn't. I'm still responsible to say, well, it ain't going to work in banking. I better change tactics. I have to acknowledge it. And I can hate the bankers all I want because they're scumbags. But envy, that just ruins your mental health, makes you pissed off, shortens your life expectancy. It doesn't solve the problem. It doesn't improve your situation. Right? <clears throat> but that's what the charlatans feed you. They feed you, look, you're shame and guilty. Oh, look at this life you got. Oh, that's hard. It's not, that's not fair. You should be entitled for womb to tomb. And look at those rat bastards that have more than envy. And then the other thing, problem of being lazy, is that you're valueless. You have no value. I don't mean in a romantic, like someone likes you. Okay, fine. Or you got a brother and you're, <clears throat> I mean, to the rest of society, lazy people who sit on welfare and don't work and demand student loan bailouts or banker bailouts or camp and so, uh, SJW or not SJW. OWS, oh, yeah, OWS will occupy Wall Street. Worthless, valueless people. They're not doing anything of value. And I don't know if it's out of respect or not respect, but out of um, a survival reason that you would want to work and be industrious in some way so that you help out your tribe, <clears throat> which would actually run somewhat contradictory to just, well, we chill out and be lazy here and just save our calories of energy. But inevitably, it's got to wear on you. Like, you're playing video games all day. Now, even I remember uh, back back in the 80s, we knew this this family. All the, do, all the kids would do is watch TV, daytime TV. Sally, Jesse, Raphael, anyone old enough to remember that? The Phil Donahue show? And even I was like this little runt. I was like maybe six years old. <clears throat> I'm like, what? Do you guys want to go out and play? Surprise, surprise, to this day, they're not winners. Because they continued watching the TV. They didn't go out and do anything. They're not, they have no value. I know they did get jobs. They produced some value. 
But what, what kind of value do you want to produce in your life? Do you want to be an engineer? Do you want to be an accountant? Do you want to be a good dad? Do you want to be a good mom? That's very virtuous, very hard work too. Do you want to be a firefighter? Do you want to be a cop? Do you want to be a <clears throat> soldier? Do you want to scientist? Whatever. <clears throat> what are you doing? But you all get that feeling where you lied about being sick before school. You put your head by the heater. That's what I would do. Tick a uh, 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 little little tip. Uh, what's the word? I'm tip tip. Little tip for you kids. Put your head by the heater in the morning. When you're when you're in the bathroom, and then go up to your mom, and say, "Ma, I feel hot." She put her hand. Out. Oh my God, you're hot! Stay in. That's how I got out of school. But once the cartoons ended at around 10 a.m., 10:30, and all of a sudden the Price is Right or or the Wizard Game or whatever it was, then you felt like a piece of crap. And I'd imagine that's what it is too. And that's just you knowing that you have no value. You're worthless. I mean, all these people that. Um, like you're going to go to a protest. I'm not talking to black lives. I was thinking more like college students going to a protest, the, the pink pussy hat uh, protest. Like, do you got anything better to do? Yeah, we got it. You don't like Trump. He's, he's kind of a moron. Got it. All right. But you're going to fly out there sewing hats. You got to protest this thing or the other, like some of the dumbest protests I saw at the Capitol over in Minnesota. It's like, what, what, you got nothing. Don't you have a job? <clears throat> no, you don't. You have no opportunity costs. And this is the best use of your time. Watching TV and bitching about something that just ain't perfect in the world. Like, deal, you get to the point, you get a job, you go fishing or something. Or I went golfing today. Oh, there's duck poop all over the golf course. It's horrible. I did not, I don't exactly go to the highest end golf courses of the municipal. But there's a lot of duck poop. The duck poop par three. That's where I golf today. Um. Anyway, getting back to it. So you got shame and guilt, fear and cowardice, envy, and you're valueless. Right? And then what the charlatans do is they come in there and they, they forgive you of all this. They give you all the excuses. They give you, they give you the ideology. Ideology. I would call it a religion. <clears throat> would you like another analogy that has nothing to do with black people? The born-again Christian. I know I have five children. And I was an alcoholic and a drug addict, and they had to be taken away by child protective. But I found Jesus, and he forgives me and loves me, and I'm a born-again virgin. So all the fun and the blowjobs and the sex I gave to all those boys in the past, yeah, I'm not that anymore. You have to wait. You have to treat me like a queen or a princess. <laughs> Oh, there's plenty of plenty. Again, I don't know if you're old enough to remember, but the 80s, um, uh, oh, what were the, the the video pastors? The oh, there's a phrase for them. The, Jimmy Swaggart in the gang. Who? What were they called? Anyway, the Lord forgives and donate me money, like uh, the the radio pastors or whatever they were. Yeah, the charlatan, the charlatans of a previous era. It's not your fault. God forgives. Would you like one that does affect the black community? Probably worse than the Democrat Party themselves. But man, do they love this woman. Oprah. Is Oprah maybe put a couple excuses in the women's minds over there in the black community there, client? 
Has Oprah ever held a woman up to responsibility in her life? You get a car. You get a car. You get a car. <laughs> Democrats, they're no, no, no. But Oprah, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm old enough to know now. I've seen because it was more or less my mom's generation that that swallowed the Oprah Kool Aid. Do you know where those boomer women are? Pissed off, divorced. Poor, miserable, and they hate their husbands if their husband hasn't offed himself already. Well, they didn't divorce uh, you know, their fifth husband, and now they're in the nursing home looking for, for any guy who's alive because Oprah and her cabal of gals put all the men in the graves early. <clears throat> Why do men die before women? Because we want to. But anyway, so they, these are your shot. And they, they give you forgiveness, all right? Then they assuage your fear. You fear about this future life that your responsibility. Oh, no, we're going to take care of you. All right. We're going to take care. Don't worry. Oh, just vote for this. And then then they rationalize it. So you got forgiveness. Right. It's not your fault. They assuage your. Nope. We'll take care of you. All right. And then <clears throat> they uh, uh, give you an excuse. Right. It's those other people. They point to a vet. Those people. That those are the ones you gotta go. There. And then they give you this thing, and here's where the traitism comes in. You have value all yourself. Right? And tell me where you can you see it now? Forgive yourself, it's not your fault. We'll take care of you. Right? Those rat bastards over there are oppressing you. You have value unto yourself. Now do you see it's not race or sex or gender? It's all of it. It is only traits you were born with. And the reason <clears throat> they make you think you have value unto yourself because of your traits, whether that's gender or skin color or whatever else, because you don't have to work for it. That's the dumbest thing, and it's tragic. It's tragic what they've done to the black community because there's a poll out there if you look like how important is your race to you? And I think it's blacks are number one, like 90%. And Hispanics come in at 70-odd percent. Whites are down to 30. And I think Asians are even lower than that. Because it doesn't make sense. I mean, I, you know, back when I thought I was Irish until I took the 23 and me and found out I was Scandinavian. Oh, yeah, sure, St. Patrick's Day. Why not? <clears throat> but I was just into it as like Cinco de Mayo. I don't wake up and, oh, I'm Irish. Oh, look, I'm, look, I'm white. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm white. I'm white. Oh, I'm male too. I have something to jerk off myself too with my white hand, and my white peen. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> don't sit there and say, what's it mean to be? There aren't studies on what you can't major in Caucasian American studies. Why would you? That's stupid. You don't make any money on that. And it's equally stupid to major in any other kind of hyphenated American study. I, Women's studies. What? What? You're going to waste your time and either yours or the taxpayers or your parents' money studying yourself because you were born with a hole and not a pole? What's wrong with you? You know, they all oh, think of what's in our brain. Okay, why don't you start using that and actually develop something with your brain? This doesn't matter. It really doesn't. 
except the charlatans have convinced a significant percentage of different groups of people based on their traits that they have value simply because of their traits. And they are oppressed by people who don't have those traits. And we'll, we'll get to it here in, in some examples. But that is what the charlatan modern day does. Nothing's your fault. You don't have any obligation to get yourself out of this mess. It's those other people who are doing better than you because they don't share this trait and your trait has value unto itself. And man, everybody falls for it. Everybody falls for it. And so let me go through some examples here and show you this has been going on beforehand, right? We've been obviously drawn the parallels between women and the black community and Latinos, by the way, we're not forgetting you and Asians. Don't worry, the Democrats will tell you too. Right, but instead of it's the white people for women, it's obviously the men, and there you could see it very clearly. Obviously, uh, the millennials, though, I do kind of forgive them because they were completely screwed over by the boomers, they blamed the boomers, which, yeah, okay, you were, yeah, all right. And I I tell the millennials, well, what do you do? I'm going on the great resignation, I'm getting my stimmy checks, I'm staying in, I'm not doing anything. All right, enjoy wasting your life. But give you some other things outside the United States. Indonesia. I think it's Indonesia. Pretty sure it's Indonesia. Maybe Malaysia. But I'm pretty sure it's Indonesia. Um, there, uh, I believe it was during uh, the, the uh, revolution, Chiang Kai-shek versus Mao Zedong, where the nationalists were defeated by the communists and the nationalists fled to Taiwan. Well, other uh, Chinese people fled the communists to go to other places. One of them was Indonesia. <clears throat> now, the Chinese generally are very hardworking and industrious people, especially if you're an immigrant in a foreign country. And there is a, the ethnic Chinese in India have higher standards of living because they work more. They major in the other thing, the right things. And the Indonesians hate it. Now, this is going back into the 90s. I don't know if things have changed since then, but when I was analyzing Indonesia and Southeast Asia in general, different countries there, yeah. It would make the news like, you know, they didn't like the Chinese. And oh, and of course, it was discriminated. The Chinese. Same thing in um, Jamaica. Um, I have a buddy, uh, ethnically Chinese. I didn't know there's a small but present um, population of Chinese people in Jamaica. I, I presume also escaping communist China. And. They work and they're industrial, and, they, and of course the locals. Oh, you're just racist. It's like no, no. They work from from sun up to sundown, and they run the business, and they're not doing their 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 whatever the heck you do in Jamaica. You know they work hard. That's what it is. Another one. Would you like another one? This has gone on for quite some time. All right. Why does Palestine suck? Like, why do you go there and there's no trees and there's no foliage or agriculture and industry? Well, it's the Jews, obviously the Jews, naturally, right? Now here in the United States, oh yeah, they just Israel just we're pissed off. Let's go attack them. No, <laughs> no, <clears throat> I don't. But you know, it's like, well, maybe if you stop suicide bombing, maybe if you just, hey, you know what? We we can be upset. We could vote. We could, uh, or maybe we get together, we form our own country. You could even argue there's a lot of parallels here between Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. Where Malcolm X, like, dude, let's not even bother with that. Let's just start our own communities and get our own businesses and all that going. I mean, that's a much more productive, I guess, one of the larger points I'd be making as well. 
Why? No, you want to bitch and whine. Why? Because you need a scapegoat. Why? Because, I don't know, instead of majoring in engineering, you're going to strap on a suicide vest. <clears throat> and here in the United States, also blaming Jews. You get a lot of the wasps sometimes. This is older school. Oh, the Jews. Well, really? What? Because one side of my mom's family is Jewish. Like, I, we weren't like sitting there. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yes, Herschel, we will get them. Yeah. It's like, no. I mean, if you look back at Jewish history, interestingly enough, when uh, regular people were banned, you couldn't do banking. So Jews ended up having to go into banking because it was outlawed. Same thing with uh, Hollywood. We'll look up how Hollywood started. Oh, you can't work in New York? I guess we're going to California. Hey, we started Hollywood. You know, oh, there's Jews in banking. No kidding, really. <clears throat> the next thing you're going to tell me, there's black people in basketball. And there's white Scandinavian types playing hockey. Yeah. But you can see anyone who's not succeeding in life well, they are, are classists. Again, we got to go back. This was back in the old, the white collar, the blue collar. You know, oh, it's the fat cats and the corporations and they're taking the jobs. It's like, no, you're a dumbass moron who didn't pay attention in middle school. You're a lazy piece of shit. You want to take breaks and shut down the factory instead of like having mobile rotating shifts. You're a union lazy. You know, back when unions were lazy. Now union working out almighty. About the only ones keeping the infrastructure together right now. But oh, it's that one or that Occupy Wall Street. Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's Wall Street that's the one percenter's fault that you got all the time in the world and rich enough parents that you can have a tent in Wall Street with your Apple smartphone and get fed in New York City. Okay, all right. But it's that <clears throat> there's plenty of examples throughout human history. Where group A that had trait A blamed group B that didn't have trait A, but surprisingly had trait B. Ah. And instead of getting off their ass, they just want to protect their fifis and their ego and their pride and validate their envy. That's it. And I don't know about you, man. That life sucks. It sucks hating another group of people that long. And then when you got the Democrat Party in your place, they don't worry, we'll take care of it, predominantly through wealth transfer. Yeah, fine. They go and they bring back the bacon, but you got government lodging, you got government schools, you got EBT cards, and you still ain't happy. Again, can't emphasize this enough, not just the black people. God, go to Wyoming, go to the trailer parks. Same thing, same mentality. Oh, the rich people and the ranchers. It's like, yeah, the ranchers made you, well, I can't say it, I want to keep this relatively clean. Yeah, the ranchers made you fornicate with somebody a little bit more closely related to you than they should have. And now you got a kid that's, that's missing a couple of genetic pieces of material. Huh? Yeah, that's the rancher's fault. Yeah, him with his cattle, the rancher, the cattle baron, that's his fault. <clears throat> so this is human nature, man. That's human nature. And I know you... Well, look, empiricism and data and see and look, and we could, you're not kidding, buddy. You're not kidding. I got it. Wait, do I got it here? Yeah, right here. Here it is. Good old Marcus on the cover. Yeah, I know. 
We could solve black poverty tomorrow if we wanted to. We could close the wage gap between men and women tomorrow if we wanted to. A lot of people don't want that. They want the comfortable lie where their life sucks, but up here they feel good. And I don't know if that's been the way with humanity forever, but it sure seems that when we go back in time looking at this. <clears throat> um, so there. Oh, then one final thing with, with traits. Let me show you how powerful, what kind of a powerful force going up against. Let's say you you did not win the genetic lottery and you are the, the scope gate group. Okay, in the United States today, that would be white males, right? Have you seen... It, 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 I said, it doesn't matter. It's everybody. What do you do if you're a white male? Like, do you got an excuse? By gosh, yes, we do. The charlatans have one. Well, what if you are not straight? Now, I'm not saying there aren't you know, gay people are faking it or anything like that. No, they're legitimately gay people, bi, and gener generally non-binary. Yes, these people exist. How many people you want to bet back in high school the past 10 years claim to be a gender they weren't just so they get popularity and favor? How many girls did you, again, I'm assuming, I, I want to guess you're like in your late 20s, mid 20s. How many girls did you run into? Oh, I'm pan. Oh, I'm sapiosexual. I'm this. I'm that. Like it's a, like it's a, the astrology. Ooh, I'm a Scorpio today. Ooh, I'm this today. By the way, insulting people who are genuinely homosexual, gay, non-binary, posers, just because it makes them popular. And then also that they can play the victim card, undiscriminated against, give me preferential treatment. And more commonly, <clears throat> although we've kind of channeled them into us, thank you, boomers, as, they, they did lie to a lot of young people that they had mental illness. But how many people are like, oh yeah, mental illness, I, I can't help it, I can't work. I remember one time I was teaching dance class and this gal came in and I forgot. She came in early. I was setting up and we're just talking. I said, oh, what do you do for a living? They're like, oh, I'm on disability. I looked at her. I'm like, you're taking a dance class? And she's like, oh, no, mental disability. And I want to, frankly, just punch her. Because like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're so mentally disabled. You can't work, but conveniently, you're not mentally disabled enough that you can show up here on time, take a dance class, follow instructions, because that's fun. And that this is going, oh, gosh, that's almost 20 years ago. And then I realized, oh, we're going to abuse it. We're going to have made up mental illnesses. So it doesn't matter who you are, <clears throat> even if you're the whatever, the main complaint, complainant, plaintiff, whatever. You're the you're the the bad guy or bad gal. You're the bad group. Oops, I got myself a case of the ADHDs. I got myself a case of the bipolar. How many girls have you? Let me ask you this: How many girls have you dated that claim to be bipolar? And it was really just. And after a while, you're like, no, that was just an excuse for you to be a really mean, evil person. See, and and that, there there ain't even a government check involved. That's just so you could pe treat people like crap. This is endemic across all people, I'd say, throughout all time. And it's just the modern-day tradism that we have now. <clears throat> and now you can choose your traits. Oh, today I'm a Bulbasaur sexual. 
And if you don't, bop, 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 that's discriminatory. Oop, today I decided to come down with the case of the, with the social anxiety vapors. Government check, come help me. Right? Just lazy people looking to avoid work. That's it. Now, admittedly, there are some people, you know, PTSD or from Iraq or what I get. I get there's some legitimate people that have mental illness. There are some people who legitimately are non-binary and suffer genuine discrimination. Got it. <laughs> yeah, not not when you're like, hey, it's like, yeah, I I I got it. You're gay. Congratulations for your rights. Um, you don't need to put it in my face. Got it. <clears throat> so there's all right now. Here's where the Democrat Party particularly um, targets black people. By the way, everyone, subscribe to the channel if you haven't, because I want to get to 100,000 because nothing happens. I just get 100,000. Like, yeah, I got six six digits. Um, I think the Democrat Party targets black people in particular for a couple things uh, where – you have traits and all, but but it's it's a a couple room which would make a an asterisk or a special case uh, in the case of of the black community. All right, first, there's a history of black people being slaves and real discrimination. Yes, it happened. It's not like you're you're uh, I don't know Zhang and you come over from China in 2020. Like, what's up? Hey, how's you guys doing? What's going on? Free scholarship money because I'm not white. Yay me. You know, your great, 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 however many greats ago, they didn't have a choice in coming here. And things weren't great for the subsequent multiple generations thereafter. And there was actual discrimination. Oh, the Civil War done now? No. Jim Crow, all that. I would even argue up until about the 70s, some genuine discrimination, until enough of the old guard had died down, enough people who had <clears throat> antiquated uh, opinions were just, they just died out. And now, no, I didn't. and don't give me this. Yeah, there's still discrimination. Yes, yes, I all and there will be forever. But to the point that you're crippled and you can't do anything, no. However, whereas different traits, different things, like it's just a trait. There actually is authentic historical uh, uh, discrimination, actual oppression. But that has been passed down culturally where it was the white man, there's an oppression that, well, okay, yes, that happened. But, dude, kid was born in 1998. I think I think we're okay. I think we all watch Psych. Anyone know that show? Actually, a really good show, actually. <clears throat> but there still is a cultural holdover, as there might, should be. I mean, obviously, you don't forget history. But, yeah, there's a track record there. All right? Second, although this is probably, I'd say, uh, the trait that we have of the black community is, is your skin color, black. And if you were in uh, a uh, equatorial climate, maybe it wouldn't be as as stark. But and this has nothing to do actually with the genetics or the mel- melatonin, not melatonin, melanin of being, it has nothing to do with that. I'm talking the color, and you're in a predominantly white society. Well, that stark visualization is like, whoa, you can easily visually identify that group of people is definitely different than that group of people. And whether we like it or not, tribalism will kick in and you're untrusting of people that look different than you. I mean, heck, for a while, you wouldn't trust the Italians. You wouldn't trust the Irish. They got that accent. They got red hair. I mean, here's this is not an accident. It's like, wow, you are you got a, a lot darker skin than I. I got a lot lighter skin than you. 
<clears throat> so whether it it's not conscious, I wouldn't say, but it, it's like that makes since it it's so visually identifiable that makes it a trait that's very clear and then can very easily then be assumed to be, well, you're probably discriminating against them because they're, they're so different. So I, I know it's not a biological or something, but I'm, I'm, it's a, it's a simple one, I guess, if, if that makes any sense. And the third thing I say, maybe fourth thing, whatever I want to know is the black community in America. Definitely a unique culture. All right. Came up with multiple forms of music, jazz, rap, Dominate in basketball, clothing, fashion, uh, food even, a Creole. The donks. Oh, my God. I can't remember how I forget. The, the donks. I love the donks. All right. <clears throat> Old GM car. And it's not necessarily good or bad. Oh, what, shooting people hot? No, no, no. There's some gym. I mean, go watch uh, Stormy Weather. You Go watch. Go watch Stormy Weather. See if you aren't impressed. The Duke Ellington, uh, Miles Davis. Uh, but the point is that it's unique. It's it's even the fashion. I would say you stand out a little bit. Uh, it it's even more easily identifiable, and because that's easily identifiable, that then makes you a, an easy mark for the charlatans. So, like they always say, like if you're in a downtown area, right, you're in New York City. Don't look up because the tourists always look up, and then the muggers knew where to get you. Like, oh look at that guy. He's not from here. We'll go get him. I think the same thing in Europe. <clears throat> always put your the thing. You're, you're always like a kangaroo. You always had a pouch up in your front. Right? That's where you put all your, your stuff. Because I guess there's pickpockets over there or something like that. Uh, but anyway, these uh, eccentricities plus the historical background of actually being oppressed, that makes you the perfect mark for charlatans, specifically the Democrat parties. All right. So you have the Democrat Party. I mean, and it was LBJ. I looked into this. Did he actually say, I'll have those bleepers voting for us for the next hundred years? Very likely did say so. Snopes says no. Then someone says, wait a minute. No, we went back and looked at it. I know you're Snopes and you did. So he likely did say that. Uh, the Democrat Party basically bribes different groups of people saying you're oppressed and discriminated against by that group of people. We can't even say, wait, it has nothing to do with that. Men are oppressing you. Whites are oppressing you. Straights are oppressing you. Right, it's disgusting what the Democrat Party does, what it has done to America. Your school teachers, again, Democrats, um, they <laughs> man, do they bother teaching you like 401ks, IRAs, taxes, um, <clears throat> coding, or is it all oh, we're just going to hold you to low standards because your dads weren't around and now we're effectively the babysitters? Ooh, we get to make money on, and they love it. Special educa education. The amount of money per student that goes to Minneapolis, although admittedly there are, are white students, obviously, in Minneapolis public schools, but any inner city school gets like twice the amount that the suburbs get because of all the special education, after school programs. And all. Oh, they love making money off of you. Oh, and then they don't hold you to standards and they pass you along anyway. And then you get into the real world and realize, well, I, I don't know what, how to do taxes. Now, well, this is this is a common complaint about all public schools. They don't teach anybody anything really, but they really just they the what was it the soft bigotry of low expectations, right? Although teachers are nobody's friends. Uh, then you want real charlatans who go after everyone, all right? But particularly black people. What about your college professors? Two items. <clears throat> One. 
the most racist thing that hurts not not the most racist thing that hurts black people probably the most racist thing against black people and it does hurt them but not the most of other things but this is what i would argue is the most racist thing true true uncle tom right here is african-american studies and the reason why is not because african-american studies isn't interesting or important or you shouldn't study it you can't get a job with it Matter of fact, ain't nobody going to hire you. Like that guy majored in that, they're going to sue us. And whether that's whether you like that or not, that's what people think. We're not feels world here. We're practical. <clears throat> and what you have is a vast majority of black professors practically ass raping young black men and women out of $500 credit to give them a worthless piece of paper that they go $200,000 in debt. And heaven help you if you go get a master's or a doctorate. But then I guess you're going the professorial route so you can rape future generations of poor young black kids to give them an equally worthless degree. What you really ought to do is be more practical. Look, go study this on the internet for free. Get a book at the library for free. We're going to have a rally over here. We're going to lobby Congress this way. Yeah, here's our history. Here's African-American. Yeah, read it. Here's the movie. Don't pay $500 of credit for it. And so they don't major in it. Major in accounting. Get your CPA. Make 80 grand a year. And then on your spare time, go ahead, donate time or volunteer. And then you won't be crippled in debt. So that's one, right? To show you how the, the Democrats, even your own people, aren't your goddamn friend. <clears throat> but two, and this throws you, I don't hate women. I don't. There was a, a hashtag, I've talked about this before, called women with degrees. And it was all women, but it was disproportionately black women. Um, and the, what you would do on this Twitter uh, hashtag is you would take a picture of you graduating from college. And there was uh, Hispanics and Asians and, and white gals, but it was, it was like 50% black gals and uh, black women only make up 13% of the female population in the United States. So it was, I presume it, it had origins within the black female college graduate community. And I just went through it. I think I may have even added up the numbers, but I literally could count on one hand the number of all women, but especially the black women that were majoring in something worthwhile. I got my undergrad in psychology. Now on to get my master's in social work. I I have an undergrad in whatever, something liberal arts. Time to go to law school. I'm like, no, 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 you don't know. You're, you're already 70 grand in debt. You're going to law school. You're going to add another 250. You're going to be $330,000 in debt. And you're not going to no top tier law school because I saw the college you graduated with. You ain't getting in to the top one. They're gonna, you're going to go to a degree mill. <clears throat> then you're going to graduate and you're going to be financially crippled for the rest of your life. Oh, but don't universities just love diversity so much? Don't, no, they want your money. Wake up. And if I try and warn women, guess what? Take a wild guess. I hate women. I'm a misogynist. I'm a sex. I was all the all of them. Oh, hang on. Hang on. There was an article. MBA, single mom, student loans. There's an article by... Um, USA Today, was it? 
Yeah, here it is. <clears throat> and I didn't even want to read it because it's just it's so tiring. This is written by a Jillian Berman. She's a nobody. Uh, black women face a unique combination of barriers when it comes to paying off their student loans. I feel like we have set up a terrible bargain with people <clears throat> and just blame them. Um, Kendra Brooks arrived at JFK Boulevard, Philadelphia, Southern Town, the downtown corridor, bustling with shops and office towers, a single goal in mind. I need to make more money. Brooks, here we go. Black single mom of four. Lady, it ain't because you're black and it ain't because you're a woman. You spread your legs and you didn't keep them shut and you had more kids that you could afford. How the hell do you raise four kids by yourself? It's over. It's over. It ain't the white man. It ain't the black man. It ain't the white way. It ain't. It's you. You. Not your skin color. Not your plumbing downstairs. You effed up. And blaming, misdiagnosing the problem and blaming other people, listening to the charlatans or Oprah or the Democrat Party won't solve your problem. <clears throat> and here, uh, Eastern University did exactly what she was supposed to do, at least. Okay, she walked into a building that housed the Philadelphia branch of Eastern University and did exactly what she was supposed to do, at least according to policymakers educated. And I mean, Democrats... She got more education by enrolling in a, can you guess, buddy? An MBA program. It, by the way, if you want to stop being poor, everyone, not just black people, why don't you start with this worthless, the young person's indispensable guy to choosing the right major? <clears throat> it, look, I'll grant you this. You're black or a minority, non-Asian. You do come from a disadvantaged background, and that is your parents probably are poor or poorer, all right? You do come from a financial disadvantaged background. You come from a huge disadvantaged background with teachers and parents that lie to you, blame everything on things that aren't your fault, and, and make it seem like you're helpless, you're hopeless. Then they tell you to go and go to college, which, okay, fine, but then they lie to you more and say, follow your heart and the money will follow now you you're you're and it's and this obviously is not just relegated to minorities. This is all the millennial generation and you Gen Zers too. If you don't wake up, and now you're over. It's a it's it's not over, but you've just basically killed twenty years of your life because it's going to be twenty years before you pay off that student loan because ain't none of you majoring in STEM, and any of you majoring in accounting. Everybody, like 80% based on the last numbers, if you look at the National Center for Educa Education, 80% of the degrees awarded are, are worthless, completely worthless degrees. And so now you have disproportionately minorities and women. You saw the articles about more women going into college, right, than men. That's a victory. That's a win for men. It is horrible for women because then they graduate with student debt with a completely worth it. What about her undergrad? What was her undergrad? <clears throat> Why did she have to get an MBA? And did you get a master's in accountancy? No, you got an MBA in general business. Do you have time to manage a business with four kids? No, you don't. Uh, if you go to school, study hard to graduate, your life will be financially stable, your children's lives even better. Hey, how about you just have less kids than you can afford? And have the dad stick around. Then the kid's life might be better. <gasps> oh, oh, he did. Oh, yes, he did. Yes, he did. I just did. 
Kids might be better off with dads than mom going to getting an MBA. It's some more thing. But the MBA was enough to get Brooks to raise the, the raise she wanted at the nonprofit organization where she worked for 17 years. Coordinating programs for children with disabilities. Okay, so it's not, okay, that's not a skill. I mean, an eighth grader can use Microsoft Outlook and schedule things. You need a skill. I'm trying to help you get out of poverty. Now you've wasted six years in school. <clears throat> Without the money she was counting on, Brooks founding manager found managing her roughly $80,000 in student debt, along with paying for housing and providing for her kids, impossible. You know, this book costs $12.95. Paperback. Kindle, I think, is even cheaper. <laughs> Buddy, you hearing me? Truth versus... Now, if I went up and walked to her, I walked to this gal. Hey, don't major in that. That's stupid. Get out of here, white man. You don't understand ruining my dreams. I've heard it all before. Ruining my dreams is the name, main number one. Like, hey, you shouldn't have more kids. Don't you tell me. Okay, never mind. I mean, just like... Uh, and you're going you're gonna to tell your family? I'm going to get young people in that major. This book is over, almost 10 years old. But wait, <clears throat> it is 10 years old. Do you think anyone listened to it? No, because I was the meanie. I was, I was the destroyer of dreams like Conan the Barbarian, except short and not as muscular. And instead of Conan the Destroyer, whatever he destroyed, probably bad guys in Mesopotamia. That's why I thought it would occur anyway. I'm the destroyer of dreams. I just run around high school graduate. Hey, what are you going to major in? Bam, destroyed. With my big mace. Um, oh, the fat five, five. I don't. I don't have to read through it. I have to read through it. It's just. All right, let's go back to my notes. Um. Oh, and then just to show you, it's not just the Democrat Party, or your parents, or your community, or your school teachers, or your professors. It's even the corporations. Now, again, all right, if you're a young black guy, chances are you're not coming from wealth. So if you had $200, what should you do with it? Well, maybe you ought to throw it towards trade school or uh, maybe get a bus ticket to the military recruiting office, join the military, get the GI Bill, or, you know, start saving it and <clears throat> work on something, you know, put it towards an investment. Nike has no problem stealing that money from your co uh, uh, compatriots or cohorts, cohorts, cohorts. Your fellow black men saying, look, see this washed up half white dude from White Man's Bay, which is White Fish Bay, which is the opposite side of Kenosha and Milwaukee. For those of you interested in a geography location and the joke was growing up, it was White Man's Bay. Why? Because Colin Kaepernick was adopted by two rich white people and he's a spoiled little putz. He lived a very pampered life. <clears throat> and then he had some pretty good. I mean, he made it into the NFL. What does he do? I'm oppressed. Buy my $200 Nikes. What a whore. What a corporate whore. Not helping young black men, hurting them. But hey, he down with the cause, yo. Never mind that cause. Schnookers, poor young black kids, out of $200 for a pair of shoes. <clears throat> I know it's not going to make a life and day light and a night and day difference, but it could be put towards something useful. A bike. Now you can deliver food, an electric scooter. 
Now you can Uber Eats or something. You could parlay that 200 bucks into something that makes more than 200 bucks. Get yourself a window washing set. Go down to Homie Depot. It's right there. Window washing set. Teach yourself how to wash windows. Show up on time. Be sober. Boom. Making money. You don't have to go to high school anymore because window washers actually make a fair amount of money because no one's showing up to do the job. Anyway, so you take the significant size of the population that's i think the second largest minority or they're tied with latinos um you take the history that they've had with the united states bo- both uh, um slave and not but, but they've been part of america since more or less been here um the democrats have been targeting you since 1965 since the great society the education system completely lies to you and profits off of you and especially the higher education industry just totally screws you guys over. And then woke corporations cannot help to say, hey, we support your traits. Look at us. $200 shoes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Black Lives Matter. Yeah, just give us your money. That makes you guys the biggest and most lied to targeted group for the charlatans because of your trait. More than any other. Maybe, maybe second to women or you guys are neck and neck. Because women are half the population. And if you want to read the she economy, women spend more money than men. So I guess corporations that have, well, I guess voters too. Yeah, I, 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 I think about it. I think you're the second most targeted group. So because you're not that big of a population, but you're still targeted. <clears throat> so, all right. What are the consequences? Um, you're getting the wrong information. You're being lied to. And even though you're well-intended, you're making the wrong decisions. Like those poor black gals, they, they followed what they were told. And now they're making worst outcomes, right? You're in poverty, right? There's ki- you're going to have kids you can't afford. Again, that's everybody. Number one cause of poverty is kids. But it ain't your fault. There's where the feminism comes in. It has nothing to do with race, one could argue. It's, oh, you don't, the nuclear, you don't need no man. That's exclusively female domain. That's exclusively feminist responsibility and fault right there. I mean, I don't know. I, did, I only dated one black girl. It was very short-lived. She was nice. I like Kim. I hope she's doing well. But I'd imagine you've heard more than once or twice that they don't need you. Oh, and by the way, they don't. You've been kicked out of the house for a government check. You got crappy communities, but again, this, oh, well, let's always go to what Detroit, Compton, South Chicago, Minneapolis, Ferguson. All right. Yeah. Well, you don't have a monopoly on, on creating shitty cities anymore. Portland, Seattle, San Francisco, white people crapping in the streets, sweet feces. There are feces. There are feces everywhere. Is it raining out? Oh my goodness. I have to put the. You know, it, it, and that's why I wanted to say you got to realize what it is. It's lies to get profit off of you people, whatever group you are. Have you seen, you know, they're still protesting in Portland, predominantly white people. Have you seen what white people look like in Portland? Yeah, they're not having good sex, they're not having good lives either. All right. Um, but again, as it pertains to more of the black community, anger and rage, you're living miserable lives. Speaking of Seattle, there was a city councilman. Uh, he was a black dude. I don't know if he's still alive, but this was the one, if you remember, several years back. <clears throat> he wanted to ban, um, because there were so many people shitting in the streets. Uh, they wanted to 
wash it off with hoses. And they're like, we got to ban the hoses. And like, why? Like, because it's reminding old black people of the race riots and the fire hoses from literally 50, 55 years ago. Now, look, I got a lot of people I don't like in life. I don't like communists. I don't like Democrats. I don't like feminists. I don't like slow people who drive Subarus. All right. But I don't let them ruin my life. I don't. I went golfing today. Hey, did you hear what happened with the Rittenhouse thing? Yeah, okay. I don't really care one way or the other. <clears throat> hear about this? In, oh, the guy who ran, no, it wasn't the, it was the, the parade in, in Waukesha. Yeah, okay. I've been in that area. I know. I'm not letting it ruin my day. And you know what? There's always going to be people who are assholes. There's always going to be, dude, forget, forget the rate. Worry more about your bosses requiring a master's degree and like, oh, we can't give you a raise. That's who I'd be worried about. I'd be worried about the people asking you to spend $200 on shoes and 200 grand on higher education for a degree of dubious value. That's who I'd worry. I wouldn't worry about, um, who's the Simpsons character? Uh, <clears throat> Kalidus the slack-jawed yokel. Not being too fond of the of the brothers over there. I, I won't worry too much about that. Um, but this guy, like, I don't know. And he was 74. I remember that he was 74. I was like, how much have you got Whitey on the brain that you let another group of people ruin your life with such, I don't know, resentment? I, don't, I hate to use the word hatred, but rage, anger, maybe hatred. Like, don't you want to have sex with your wife? Don't you want to go have play with your grandkids? You're 74. I presume you got grandkids. Don't you want to play with your grandkids? Or do you want to blame Whitey more and worry about fire hoses from 1964? while the shit in the street is starting to stink up a bit. <clears throat> um, I talked about black women with this horrific level of student loans debt. And now four generations wasted with the great society. Still not closing the wage gap and wealth gap. I mean, if you want to read through the data here, the black man's guide out of poverty. I, the first uh, chapter actually document, of course, is a little bit old, but uh, you see the, the numbers. You're not making progress because every technology advances everyone. You're not closing. Like if we were to use white people as a base, you're not closing there. If we use Asian people, nobody's closing gaps. <laughs> no one's closing the Asian gap. <clears throat> None of us. Uh, and, and the only you know thing I would I would ask for anyone you know, and then maybe this is an argument you could pose. It's like, don't you want to not waste a fifth generation? You know, and maybe that's maybe again we get back to that um liability or the horrific truth. Like if you were to face the truth and accept the truth, you have to accept this horrific responsibility. But I would also say that in the black community's case, you have to face one you've been lied to this entire time. You've wasted half your life. <clears throat> and and standardly, your future is not going to be like what you thought it was. But then you have to admit. That four generations of black people, well, I'd say Americans in general, but especially black people, they've been, they were wasted. Their lives were wasted. You, they didn't achieve what they could. They got the wrong information. They were, they were brought up under hate and envy and resentment and shame. <clears throat> and instead of me coming in here, you know, swinging my big old economist dick, 
Hey, don't major in stupid stuff. Don't have kids you can't afford. Don't commit no crimes. And nobody moved to Wyoming because it sucks there. Oh, and uh, get yourself a really valuable skill. That would have, you would have wasted their lives. Would have wasted their lives. But I think the Democrat Party has had such a, a hold, such a monopoly on the black community for so long. And it's so integral to the black community's culture by this time. It's their religion. I don't think you're going to be able to convince them and forget, you know, the biological compunction to be lazy. Forget the um, uh, uh, the ego and pride and the sweet, sweet lies that Oprah and the Democrat Party tell you. <clears throat> uh, I think it may just be part of the culture now. It, it, it just, you know, oh, yeah, it's just a given. I'm, I'm trying to think of what. What would it be? What would it be like? Irish's hatred of the British, maybe I don't know. <laughs> Even they're kind of on okay terms now. And so the only thing is you could say, look, what we've been doing hasn't worked. Do you want to try something different? But I'm afraid it may be, I mean, come on, think about it. I've talked about this about everybody. <clears throat> Starnet 5, the public schools have got your kids. And they're teaching everybody about racism and discrimination and privilege and all that. That doesn't end. Until you get out of college. And then it continues on with media, multi, and the Democrat Party. It's it's a cacophony, a total echo chamber forever. So I, and I've always talked about guys, you know, like, look, you're not going to convince your buddies about hitting the gym and being masculine. You're just not. It's not going to happen. They, they've had 20 years with trillions of dollars and thousands, tens of thousands of hours in school. You're not going to undo that with one little book. Or in your case, a five-minute argument for libertarianism. <clears throat> about the only thing you could say is, if what we've been doing working, that's about it. Maybe you get them to think. Okay. All right, so consequences that pertains to you. Um, you are not undoing the brainwashing. You're just not. You're not going to undo this religion. It's religion. Um, I would say, it, it, it. you know, though about the only thing you could do is save yourself and take actions in your own life. That's about it. Um, they love, I would almost call it, they're more addicted to this drug slash religion than they love, love you. I hate to say that because if they were like, well, why do you say that? Oh, that's interesting. At least they respect, I think your family loves you. It's whether they respect you is another issue. And those are two different things, but like, oh, you know, Frank, his name's not Frank. Frank's a libertarian. Why'd you do that? Well, we always vote Democrat. Well, yeah, we'll look where it got us. You think we ought to change tactics now? <laughs> that should be me. <laughs> but there's almost an emotional uh, addiction to this where they get angry and then they break out what? The Oreo, the Uncle Tom, um, the house slave, whatever other epithets they, you think you're better than us, that kind of thing. Um, I think they fear being wrong and they uh, fear their ego getting hurt more than they, I would say, respect. That's a, let's not say love. They they value that more than they concern your opinion. That'd be a better, more accurate way of putting it. Um, and it's just going to take an incredible amount of courage on their part to admit that. Oh my gosh, yeah, they they wasted their lives and four generations of their fellow brothers and sisters are gone. Their their existence on this planet ultimately didn't matter. That's that's a hard pill to swallow. <clears throat> and they made a bunch of Democrat people rich. And so, uh, I mean, 
it's one of practicality. Do you think you're going to be able to convince them? I mean, you know them better than me. But from what I know of trying to convince people, forget forget the black community, just trying to get everybody to not major in stupid crap. No, people want it. Here's the truth. Young kids want the college experience more than they want success. Um, I mean, and I've even had this. This isn't, just so you know, this ain't political either. <clears throat> um, I've seen conservatives, libertarians, simple not leftist, apolitical people. They want the lies, man. They want the lies. I mean, that's why I'm one of the main reasons I'm starting Operation Evil. Uh, so for your own sake, like I said before, you need these people until you get situated and you make your own money and find your own or start your own family and you find a nice conservative libertarian type of gal. <clears throat> get yourself a career in engineering. I don't know what your professional background is, but you know, you make your money. You know, like we do here over on Asshole Consulting, we got, what do you do this? You know, get your crypto and maybe you buy a little condo in Thailand or some, whatever, go live your life. But you can't save people who don't want to be saved. You can't reason or rationalize with people who aren't going to be open-minded or just, just um, not ideologues. What's the word? Zealots? Is that the word? I mean, but, you know, true, genuine NPCs, and they're not capable of hearing out or entertaining. You can hear out an argument, but do you entertain it? Do you see the logic and take the time to understand the point the other person? Is I just don't see it. I just don't see it because it's not like it's not like there hasn't been conservative media messages out there. It hasn't like you know, and you got uh, well, you've had black media, uh, Thomas Sowell, Walter e. Williams, uh, Herman Cain. He had a radio show. Or have you? Okay, you don't trust the white guy. All right, here's a black guy. Oh, he's Uncle Tom. All right, there's no winning. Okay, fine. The only person to save is yourself. <sighs> yeah, man, I'm sorry. But that's the way it is. So, um, you know, that's that's why. And that's, you know, that's why, we're, unfortunately, I think black people are going to continue to be poor on average. On average, of course. Not, naturally, there's conservative, libertarian type of Republican uh, black dudes and dudettes may, may make their money. Uh, but this, and here's the other thing. One more thing before we go. Well, two more things, all right? One, don't think this just applies to black. This is everybody. Everyone wants to be lied to. Girls, white people, Hispanics, Asians, all the above. They all want to be lied to, right? It's your job to find out who, who wants to hear the truth. Those are, those are rare and those are good people. <clears throat> the other thing is uh, not just your family. But until you get to that point of stability where you are your own man, you play by the rules. Oh, yeah. Diversity training. You just love that. Would you like me to speak on behalf because you value my skin color more than the accounting work I just did or the programming work? Sure. Yeah. Asshole. Right. Yeah. I'm the token black guy. Okay. Yeah. I'll speak at your diversity thing. Sure. Oh, you want me to head up a panel? Right. Well, I need some extra money for that. You know, capitalize me. <laughs> You can make some money too. But um, don't bring your libertarian. Do not bring your libertarian. You don't bring it to dating. You don't bring it to a family. You don't bring it to work. <clears throat> you just shut up. Become an indispensable person with indispensable uh, skills. Make your money. Bank it. Don't blow it. You And then you get your FU position. You get your nice little hut somewhere, wherever you want to be. Maybe you start a family. Maybe you don't. And you never, ever, ever tell anyone you got money or that you are in some kind of position that, that is highly competent. Like you don't say senior developer. No, 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 no. 
You go to med school, I'd lie about it. You know, you become a dentist or somewhere. You're going, oh, just getting an MBA. Why am I wearing a smock? Why am I wearing a smock? Oh, it was smock day. MBA program. Crazy fellows. Wild and crazy. But yeah, you don't tell me you're a dentist or a doctor. You 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 dress up like a mechanic. <laughs> you go, then you go to your dental office. All right. I'll try and get through the super chats here. We'll obviously have a Miss Super. Wow. Almost a thousand comments. Um, so I will do Miss Super Chats uh, later, but I obviously have missed them because we've gone about two hours. So I'm sorry it took so long. Hopefully we've advanced. Wait, does YouTube allow me to scroll all the way up now? <clears throat> oh, my goodness. Maybe I am able to scroll all the way up. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Keep those doggies scrolling. Ba -ba 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 -da -ba Three. Well, we're an hour before. Okay, hang on, guys. YouTube maybe has uh, has updated this. Maybe I can go all the way back. <clears throat> Dude, I'm at the top. Here we go. Look, hey, all right. Maybe I won't do it. We're going to swallow blue. Five bucks. Ruining lives? You mean like the short banker who beats dogs who isn't giving us content? That certainly ruins lives. Thanks, Swallow. Yeah. Hey, I'm I'm doing consulting now. I got Neck of the Woods update, five bucks. I'm a black man. I agree. More black people need to hear this message. You're calling it racist. Well, everything is racist. I mean, soon it's going to be such an ubiquitous term. It doesn't mean anything now. <clears throat> Just means person I disagree with on point that has nothing to do with race, having a different skin color than me. And even then, women can all, you're just racist. It's like, look, sweetheart, <clears throat> just because I pulled up data from the Bureau of Economic Analysis doesn't mean I hate minorities. With your facts and your numbers. Joe Allen, nine, uh, uh, two bucks. Uh, tribalism is dangerous, need independent thing. Well, tribalism kind of helps. You need a family. <clears throat> um, it's it's when it's like, well, and we're going to go enslave that group of people or kill those people or they're all of our problem. It's like, no, now you've now you've misdiagnosed the problem and you're not going to solve your problem. You know, it's no different. Like we need to sacrifice another virgin to the volcano. It's like, no, that's not going to work. It just isn't going to work. Joe Allen, two bucks again. Captain can't help people that don't want help. True. XXC Demon 08, five bucks. What are your thoughts on the authoritarian rights hatred of libertarian? Um, I presume you mean the the dwindling few people of the religious right or the Puritan right that still exists. Who cares? I, you know, I I suffered that when I was like I went to parochial school, religious school. Oh, Motley Crue, and Metallica and Pantera were all the devil music. Um. And no premarital sex, and you have good Christian babies, and they have to be Wisconsin Senate Lutheran, otherwise they're not real Christians at all. Burn in hell. Um, <clears throat> I don't care about the authoritarian. Authoritarian. What are they, aren't they all like eighty three by now? Screw them. What are they going to do? Drive slow in the left lane. Uh, speaking of driving slow in the left lane, <laughs> Vlad Elkins, two bucks clear. Should stop being lazy and watch sports ball. I. I have to go and research inflation after this. Swallow Blue, five bucks. Hey, Jocko from the Jocko podcast majored in English after stint in the military is successful. Take that, boomer man. You just don't get it. Yeah, exactly. Swallow, the one guy. Yes. I majored in a worthless degree too. Finance. And I still pulled it off. For now. For now. Hey, for look who's back. 
Welcome back. Fred is alive. I talked to him. He's been busy. Five bucks. It seems poor or lower middle class non-blacks are leaving the Democrats in droves. Are they? I mean, Biden just got elected. Um, How much pay differential for Cap to live in Chicago versus a small town in Indiana, Ohio? Well, I'd actually live in Chicago before I'd live in Ohio because Ohio has a local income tax, and I do like Northside Chicago. Um, but I, I take Indiana over both of them. Um, let's say I was like, I like Indianapolis. This is all right. Uh, I'm not in love with it. But to move to Chicago from Indianapolis, cost of living and every you'd have to double my salary, pretty much double it. Joe Allen, two bucks. Uh, multi-level marketers are lazy people taking advantage of stupid. Yes, yes. Um, what's the oil? Essential oils, anyone? Sex toy, uh, um, MLM? Wine parties, anybody? Anything for girls to avoid going back to school and getting a real degree that time, right? Be strong, five bucks. I like to point out how Rachel Dolezal was successful as a black woman when people say that white people benefit only from white privilege. White privilege, we've already went over it. It's the excuse. It's the excuse. Like, yeah, back in the day, right, there was discrimination. I got news for you. I remember Dane Rauscher, which isn't around anymore. <clears throat> well, if you're a black guy, we could help. This is in the 90s. It, there's not white privilege. There isn't. Just my opinion. Fred, and, and you know what? If there is, too bad. I was born short. You know, it, we don't all get aces in our hands of cards. <clears throat> Fred Freeman sold two bucks. We'll pay gap close when men go golf. Um, it kind of somewhat is. Um, it's whether you're going to include men who aren't. See, if you go golf, you're not part of the workforce anymore, so you don't have an income. If you factor their zero income in with all the tradesmen that are making buku coin right now, I think it might average out, but if you don't include their unemployment, uh, the unemployed guys, the people not looking, I have a feeling the wage gap is going to get worse because you, you, there's a shortage of skilled labor, not MBAs, not um, social science majors. Um, I don't know. I'd have to look it up, and I bet you it would vary by industry. Nonstop Dre, two bucks. Speak your truth when you are giving back to the community. Uh, oh, speak your truth. When are you giving back to the community? I will never. I, okay, I'll, let me rephrase this, Dre. I will give back to the community when it gives me something. When I get a scholarship or we get, oh, yeah, we know you worked really hard and we just paid that Acorsio Cortez, not Acorsio, um, the Somali immigrant girl. We just gave her all the free money and made her a congressman. And we know we made you and we blamed you for all the oppression. When I get an apology and all my money back from the state of Minnesota uh, and I get just something in general, we'll wait for it to accrue interest. We'll see. How I, and then maybe down the road, I'll give back to the community. But in the meantime, I will never give to a community that's never given to me because then I can't give back. It's not possible. Be strong, two bucks. Do you think that it's immoral to rub one out? No. But no. Why do you think rape is rates are down so much? Guys can rub one out. They got the prawn. Absolutely. 
November or not. Nonstop Dre, 362 bucks. But they say you don't understand the struggle. No, I don't. I don't. That's why I had to hire black guys like, hey, well, give me your insights here on this book. I can only do the economic standpoint, my own personal experiences <clears throat> going for poverty to here. And um, I do not understand it. No. But I, I can look at the lady who has four kids as a single mom working at a nonprofit who's too stupid to ask whether or not an MBA would get her a raise, who goes and gets her MBA for 80 grand in debt. Right? I could tell you that has nothing to do with the racial struggle. That's you making a lot of stupid mistakes. Fred Freeman Sowell, five bucks. Due to the dating arms race, it will get even harder to be top 10%. Does this just make going your own way for men viable option for more and more? It's going to make it a, it's going to be sent your own way is what it's going to be. And I don't think it's going to, you, you think the top, fewer, harder and harder, fewer and fewer in the top 10%. No, the top 10% is the top 10%. Take the top 10, one in every 10 men who are the best, boom, there's your top 10. I think women's percentage is going to decrease. They're only going to date the top eight, then the top 7.5, then the top five. Um, You you men will be sent your own. And if you don't believe me, here's oh, <clears throat> a lot of books, losing my voice. Um, Here, Book of Numbers, Analyzing ROI and the Pursuit of Women, uh, Better Bachelor Edition. You get the regular or the Better Bachelor Edition. Better Bachelor Edition has a nine-page intro by uh, Joker. So if you'd like to read that. Um, <clears throat> the data I pulled on that and was audited by a real-life actuary, um, it's moving. It's getting tighter and tighter, asymptotically. Um, beforehand, yeah, top top 20%. No, not anymore. That's just looks. You, you know, 80% of the men are not deemed attractive. You... Five and above, that's top 20% in women's minds, physical looks. And then you better play some other game to get in the top 10. I'd say it's probably about top 7, top 7.5 by now. We'll see top 5% probably within three to four years. Fred Freeman, it's all two bucks again. Remember when Chad stole Cappy's perfect redhead? Sad. Wait, when did he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but then the redhead gained weight. That was not, that was a sad day. Sad. Oh God. I found an old picture of her. I'm like, Oh my God. Wow. She was good looking. Fred Freeman saw two bucks. Getting me dude can make your, you poor too. be like Pence. Yes. If you want go get the Pence principle, <clears throat> that's going to be another thing. Like, you know, down the road. Eh, I'm not going to go into it. We got a lot of catching up to do. Joe Allen, two bucks. Don't worry. Cap. The Lord will provide. <laughs> yep. Lord will provide. The Blue Wrench. Joe Allen, two bucks material in, binds us to the true value of life. Blinds us to the true value of life. Correct. Correct. But I'm I'm afraid we're going to have to be forced into materialism because the human, the average human, uh, the human population becoming such low quality and such an object anyway. They're becoming NPCs to the point that why would you want to go hang out with you? I mean, I, I went golfing by myself. I do most things by myself. So if I go to meetups or something like that, it's, you know, remember the time, maybe Joe, you went around and <clears throat> I tried to go play Dungeons and Dragons and everyone had Asperger's or autism. No, literally they did. Like you couldn't play the game. There was a 27 year old who was almost about to cry because we wouldn't let him cast his spell. Like you can't go out and be social anymore because humans aren't human anymore. So maybe all that's left is materialism. 
or in my case, adventure and activities. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And after you subscribe to my channel, go subscribe over to uh, Dr. David Perodin's channel, safetyphd.com. Robert A., two bucks. Televangelist. Thanks, Robert. Thank you. Televangelist. That's what it was. Tammy Faye Baker and all those guys. Joe Allen, two bucks. This video is more valuable than public education. Well, that's not that hard to do. I mean, public education ain't got value at all. I mean, what do you do with it? You can't even get a job. It has no value. <laughs> Aaron, you're hotter than a fat chick. Thanks. Thank you very much. Uh, Jimmy ZTT, five bucks. Cappy, you need to plug the black man's God out of poverty more. <clears throat> I've made it mandatory for my younger guys to get out of the cycle of misery. Yeah, I I, uh, I, I can. Uh, and this topic I do, uh, obviously, because this, this topic is germane to black men. But uh, still, you guys are only 7% of the population. <clears throat> and I've, I've promoted it. I'll do it. Maybe I'll get it out more. Uh, I only got so much time in the day. I'll tell you this. I have more hope for black men than I do black women. Because you want to talk about someone who just, the lies, they turn it into a syringe and then in heroin form, shoot it up their veins. Black women. There's no getting through. None. You'll every great once in a while have a black gal like... Uh, uh, Erica Shanta Williams uh, from Erica's Classy Climb. We've got another gal, Jayla. She's a regular. She's going major in engineering. But oh man, at least at least the black man will occasionally take the red pill. I mean, from the Matrix analogy, not the dating one. Like at least like, yeah, Morpheus, give me. Ah, let me try the red. You know. <clears throat> Go. I don't think. I don't think there even has you know red pills on the menu on the Democrat menu for black women. Scrolling. I think we're slowly catching up. Fred Friedman, sell two bucks. Should we put pronouns in bio? Fred, he, him, his. No. Oh, shit. Here we go. Hang on. Hmm. All right, the internet, I think it's YouTube. It's not my internet. I just tested my internet speed. Doing pretty good. Uh, chemo, five bucks. So one-fourth women shouldn't be on anti-anxiety medication. Laughing loud, loud. I don't know what to believe at this point, man. Um, it's, I've, I've kind of given up because I think too high percentage of society is mentally ill or at least delusional. You don't live in the real world anymore and you can't have a functioning society. Um, so I kind of, I really kind of keep to myself and only go to like certain places. Now it was nice to, to golf, even with all the duck poop around Fred Friedman saw two bucks. Can Atham and Vlad help cap get the redhead girls? No, I, I don't know. I've, I've been to Vietnam. I don't want to go back. I don't mean modern day, like the Vietnam war. I don't need to go back. <clears throat> Channel 1800 Dumb, our New Zealand agent in the field with the hot redhead. So here's the redhead. Here's the one redhead we'll accept. Five New Zealand dollars. Sending my full H Mo love to Aaron and all the fellows. Haha, <laughs> kidding. New Zealand reporting for duty attention. <clears throat> we'll give our best uh, to your sister there. We appreciate her. Fred again for two bucks. Would you believe in God if he had, if he made you, if he had made you 6 0? No, why? No. 
like if all of a sudden tomorrow I woke up and I was six feet tall, I'd be like, okay, there was something supernatural there. But if I grew naturally to be six feet tall, no, I wouldn't believe in God. No, I don't not believe in God. I don't know. There's no proof proving or disproving. Swear to God, don't you guys send me Hitchens or anything. Just don't, don't send me. Don't, don't do it. Uh, Fred Freeman Sowell, two bucks again, more like the libertarian socialist or God. <laughs> libertarian socialists. Thin South Dakota girl. Two New Zealand dollars. You're such a massage, Cappy. <laughs> How dare you, brother? Fred Freeman Sowell, two bucks. Minnesota hasn't owned Republicans since Nixon in 1972. Sad. Well, look what's happened to him. And I'm not just talking the riots. I mean, it is a really crappy state. It is a horrible state to live in. The people are not fun. I don't like the people. All right. Uh, Johnny Vegas, 10 bucks. Uh, Mark my words, more BM will not be, black males will not be voting Democrat. Yes, that is happening. Trump kind of started that a little bit. And I just think you guys are sick and tired of the government stealing your women. It's not even stealing your women. They come in there like, man, man, you better. It's like, I mean, Kevin Samuels has done more to convert. Uh, well, maybe not convert black men from Democrat to Republican, but he certainly got them to, to stop voting Democrat more than I've done. But, the, but yes, yes. I mean, you want to, you know, and soon that's going to happen to all the, the races because man, I mean, I, I like nice gals. I like thin gals. And that just does not come from Democrat women. Every once in a while, yeah, I do find this, this nice gal. Like, I do know nice teacher girls. They're nice and sweet and kind. Some of them are pretty. But especially the younger generation, oh, my God. Yeah, ladies, we got it. We got the memo. You don't need us. Right. Got it. Go away. Um, this last pre presidential election, along with the Virginia election, is just the beginning. Mark my words. Uh, you, along with others in the master, are helping. Yeah, no, it's 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 not us. It's the male sex drive. That really is what it is. It's the male sex drive, and they're like, and, and the red pill is out there. It's like, look, this isn't, and the red pill really isn't even uh, political all that much. I mean, obviously, we lean to the right a little bit, um, <clears throat> but man, you start messing with a man's woman. And their sex drive and, and their sex. Well, yeah, they're going to like, well, who are you? Oh, oh, the welfare state means she's only going to go out with a guy that makes 90000 a year because I can't provide 90000 a year. They literally don't need you. They don't. They, they don't. Uh, Fred, did I get that one? Yes, I did. Okay. Uh, Fred Freeman Sowell, five bucks. I found single moms to be easier to date than even slender Christian and Eastern immigrants. Some in the sphere don't like single moms, but here's, a, here's what's happening. Um, <clears throat> they're knocked down a peg when they have a kid. And I'm not necessarily talking about the sexual market value, but they are no longer um, the center of the universe. It's their child. And now they have selflessness. Maybe you don't factor into that. Certainly you're going to be playing second fiddle to their child. Um, but, uh, the handful of single moms I have dated, they show up on time. They're less prone to, to flake. I've, I won't, I won't lie. They're better conversationalists. I think cause they have real world experience. They're not some ditzy party girl. You know, they, they birthed someone out. They had to raise a child. 
you know, they had to deal with an infant, they've had responsibilities. So I have found them to be a little bit more responsible. <clears throat> it's just, oh, you got a kid. Me and Bacon, who you can find at the goddamnbacon.com. Oh, another black man. Uh, he has a podcast that I enjoy very much. I think I'll tune into Bacon today. I think I'll tune in tonight. Well, it's dark already. No pun intended, but it is, the sun has set. It is, I hate these winter months. I hate this. Uh, but yeah, you're not wrong, Fred, or at least my experiences corroborate what you are witnessing. Half dollar uh, for two bucks. Cappy destroys more dreams than Freddy Krueger. <laughs> True. Um, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Keep them scrolling. Booty, booty, booty. Don't the Latinos feel left out? We don't even talk. See, the Latinos are like, why do they all love the black people so much? I want to be yelled at too and tell me my degree choices suck. Stop having kids I can't afford. Why don't I get any love? You will. You will. Fred Freeman saw two bucks university graduates. Grad, university graduate whites going left. Everyone else to the right. Yeah, you think? I don't know. I'd have to see polling data. I have to look up the news. I don't look up the news. Rittenhouse did shoot three white people, though, I believe. I think you're going to see more Portland type of stuff. I don't know. Maybe maybe black people are waking up like, I'm sick of being poor. I'm sick of being in second to last place. Like, aren't they in last? No. Look up the American Indian community there, ladies. And you want to feel, you really want to have, a, I wouldn't say your heart tugged, but you really want to have a pity party. Go there. Even worse. But yeah, if y'all, look, can we all just aim for some of that sweet, sweet Asian money? It's not like they don't have the figure, the formula figured out. All we got to do is what they do. Straight A's. Okay, skip the musical instruments. Ain't doing no musical instruments. That doesn't get anybody anywhere. No, I'm not learning piano. No, I'm not learning the violin. That's the one thing we take out of the formula. That's just, that's just fat. We get rid of that. We're all engineers. We're all doctors. We all got a mom yelling at us because we brought home an A- minus one time. Fred Freeman sell two bucks. Hurry up, a hole. Tucker's on in ninety minutes. Well, screw Tucker. That was my Tucker Carlson impersonation. <clears throat> a bunch of donations came in from Erica uh, as well. I got to get her out here. I got to plug her stuff. Come on. Alex Patino, the truck driving Latino agent in the field, five bucks. Yeah, the truth and nothing but the truth. Let him have it, Cappy. What? <clears throat> I, it's not that hard. Not that hard. I mean, the consequences are a little bit hard. You get yelled at and people want to dox you in death threats. <clears throat> and you're called an istanism every day. You're telling black women to major in the right thing and not be poor and be wealthy? And it, Yeah, you're so mean. Okay. Go be poor and major in dumb things and go into lots of debt. That's that's why I recommend, yeah, just give me $300 of credit. Nonstop trade, two bucks. Cappy pronouns, dude, bro, life coach. <laughs> Ahead of his time. I got you, Erica. I got a notification. Flying Falcon, two bucks. When do you think women will learn they effed up? Never. Never, because there's always a guy, there's always, there's so much digital and real world attention. They're never, we, we inoculate them and shield them from the real world. 
That's not going to happen. It, it won't happen until they're in the nursing home. And by that time, I think they don't have any interest in men or sex. Um, and most of the men are dead by that time. I, I look at, I wrote an article called, what if women just didn't like men? And you look at different measurements as to gauging women's interest in men. It is a minor fraction of men. It's like one ninth, one tenth. Um, <clears throat> I don't think they really want you guys. I don't, I don't mean to sound too black pill, but I just, well, we know they just don't, they're not that interested in sex. We know that, that much we know for certain. I just don't think they like guys that much. Um, and there'll always be a guy to bail them out that's older and give them attention on the internet. I just don't think they're ever going to be forced to like, yeah, no, you don't get welfare. No, you don't get social security. You got to go work. It's not going to happen. Jeez, Erica, where'd yours go? Um, <clears throat> Dong is fun. Five bucks. How can I take anything you say seriously when you're not six feet tall? <laughs> good one. Good one. Alex Patino, a truck driving Latino agent in the field. Five bucks. But Cappy, haven't you heard? Follow your dream and the money will follow. Yes. It worked for that black woman who now has $80,000 in debt, who no doubt is going to blame me for it and demand that I pay more in taxes. And I should have looked up the uh, artist, the uh, journalist, just what a worthless piece of trash that person is <clears throat> to even write such a thing. Here we go. Erica Shanta Williams. You could Google search her. She does consulting, hustle, all this other stuff. Uh, bigotry of low expectations. I tested high IQ on second grade and recommended by school district to skip grades. Good. Teacher told my parents no. Oh, oh. Oh, the Nazi guard wouldn't let the Jew escape the concentration camp early, huh? <clears throat> oh, my teachers, I hate you. This is this is the reason anyone who's smart hates you. Because you had to keep us just so you can make money off of us. And Lord knows you guys want to have some power trip over us. My father cussed her out in his military uniform. Ah, ha, ha. Oh, dude, I would have paid to see that. Cursed her out in his military uniform. I succeed because I had eight male teachers. Sounds like you had a pretty kick-ass dad, too. Hey, Erica, email Marcus Brown and occasionally post a picture of his old man in a military uniform. You guys send me a picture of your old man in the military uniform. That's got to be kind of cool. Uh, Wisdom Vision Productions, five bucks. When can I pre-order my copy of Don't Get Bitches Pregnant? I have a couple of millennial friends whom I'm suspecting will be needing a copy fairly soon. <clears throat> I have started writing it. Now, don't get your hopes up, okay? Just don't get your hopes up. This is going to be a short one, like an essay length, kind of like uh, Sanity is the Future of Wealth. It's going to be tongue-in-cheek with a little bit of serious stuff in there. It may not even be through Amazon because I don't even want to bother with Amazon. Like, eh, it's got curse words, in it. although Amazon does have curse words <clears throat> in the title. So, uh, But it, it will be coming out. I don't know when. I have asshole consulting to do, so, but it will come out. Erica Shanta Williams again. Erica's classy climb. Ten bucks. I say we need about one million black folks to make about hundred thousand income in year in tech, healthcare, business, and buy a home, and it would change America. The math is there. Well, yeah, but they're going to need the education and the work ethic and the hustle. I'd throw in entrepreneurship there as well, um, and that's not going to happen until you get a dad who comes and yells at the teacher, uh, and you know. <laughs> Someone ought to just expose or do a follow-up. Somebody, not me. 
go like follow up who followed Oprah's advice. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Doesn't doesn't the would it just getting sick and tired of being poor and second to last place kind of wake people up? <clears throat> I think what and I hate to say it, Erica. I think it's going to be that the women are going to drive the black men out, and they're just going to be like, "Screw this, we're done. We're going to vote Republican." Or, or, or we're just not going to vote Democrat. And you start to see it. The brothers are out there. They're, they're going ghost. They're going golf. They're going STEM. They're going military. Erica again for cheese, Erica. Thanks. I'd like to buy Pokeball, but they have no Pokeball here. Over 1.2 million black girls after World War II were refused their GI Bill benefit because black colleges were, were full. Oh, so the black GIs <clears throat> refused the GI Bill. Okay, because the full studies show that those men would have went on to make huge black middle class doctors. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah, well, that was back in the day. Right. Genuine discrimination. Wouldn't you just build more? See, that's legit. Yeah. But 60 years ago, guys. The Black Channel. Hey, how appropriate. Uh, five bucks. Why did you come up with the root beer float? Is a play on the K Ron V Ras? Yes, yes. Does it have something to do with the freedom of speech? No, no. Root beer float is is just stepping around the Google sensors because we have to talk like little children. <clears throat> Even though the topic of conversation is a very adult and mature, we have to like remove that. We have to come up with womanism and root beer floats and forcible bedtime, not so fun bedroom, not so fun time. Uh, ben Foster, five bucks. We Latino are good. Okay, good. I just want to make sure you guys are okay. I didn't want you guys crying. Why didn't you think you were left alone and not, not thought about? We think about Latinos all the time, just not at them. Because why would you think about that, Hanyaker? That's Yeah, he's not here. I wonder if he's actually sleeping for once. Seb Knowlton, five bucks. Black community needs less Jesse Jackson, more Jesse Lee Peterson. Dude, there's another. I should have. I should have put that that race pimp right there. There's another uh, charlatan. That's the epitome charlatan. Him and his son making all the money off of poor black people. Yeah, where'd Jesse Jackson get you, huh? Where'd he get you? Uh, Channel 1800 dumb, uh, dumb again for two New Zealand dollars. Would you teach Tucker ballroom cappy? Yeah, if you paid me lots of money, sure. Look, I'd, I'll do pretty much anything for money, all right? <clears throat> Within reason, you know, or a lot of money. Let's be honest, five million bucks would be five million bucks. <laughs> but uh yeah, pretty much. I got some requests that are gonna, you know, you'd be like, what? Why did he like, well, he paid me? Casual observer, two Canadian bucks, plenty of white boys failing at life in red state. Yeah, it's 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 happening all over. We're just focusing on the black community here. What it really is, and this has been observed before, but the black community is really just the canary in the mine. You guys are just the most experimented on and the most advanced prototype or test subjects of socialism in America. And it's not working, but we're all going that direction. You know, we're all, we're all going there. The destination is the same. Blake, two bucks has nothing to say. Thank you, Blake. <clears throat> Channel 1800, dumb, two New Zealand dollars. Nice super chats, Erica. Wisconsin thoughts, Cappy? Um, I lived there. I grew up there. I hate Wisconsin. Unless you're talking about the what are you talking about? Like the, the parade thing? Bad that it happened. We don't know what happened. 
whether he was escaping a crime or whether he purposely did something for political reasons. Uh, and the Rittenhouse thing, I never watched any of the, um, the I don't know, it was like the, the cop thing, uh, court case. I didn't watch any of it. I don't have an opinion. I like to see, you know, what my uneducated opinion is. I like to see that, yeah, if a mob comes my way, I can shoot some people. I can protect my property and myself. That's good. Um, but aside from that, I, but I, <clears throat> I won't lie. I'm like, what's the seven? Wasn't he 17? There's some things I'm like, wait a minute. Why do you have a gun? Why are you there? There's there some other things I had a question about, but I, I am so burnt out. I just chill out. I don't, I don't pay attention to news. Hey, guys, don't tune in to the news, man. Don't tune in to the news. It's not good for you. Not good for you. Uh, Quincy Maverick, two bucks. When are we seizing the means of production? Um, well, corporations are already 40% owned by the government. We're, we're not going to outright seize the means of production. We're not going to um, <clears throat> get the, the deed to the assets. Uh, the government is going to be more fascist in their way of effectively implementing a communist system. They're going to tax you more and take your income. You'll still have a job. You'll still be paid. You're just going to pay out more to the government. There'll be increased sales tax. Your property taxes will go up. You won't own your property. You'll rent it from the government. And then um, the government already has 40% ownership of all corporations. Well, public corporations anyway. <clears throat> That's how they'll seize it. And they're very smart to do it that way because with that veneer that you own it, you'll actually produce some work really hard. And then you'll generate and produce things. And then we won't starve or we will have you know goods and services. And then um, the government makes the majority of it. I'm just waiting for the government to be like, you know, 70% owner of everything, 70% spending GDP, uh, it's spending to GDP. And people will then tell me, even though we're at like, God, well, if you throw in the Corona spending, God, we got to be at like 55% GDP spending. Um, but before that, it was like 40, 41. We're not socialists. Capitalism has failed. It's like you idiots have no idea what communism and capitalism are none but you'll pay you'll find out dj aftershock two bucks ms oh mississippi <clears throat> west virginia arkansas kentucky had dem legislatures until 2010s is that a holdover from the old democrat south was that it i think we finally caught up Nonstop, dre two books would you ban roller coasters due to height requirement <laughs> What do you don't you have something to study? Is this all you come up with? Don't you have to like like polish your dick with shoe polish or something because it's so big it needs to be what? What do you where do you come up with this? You're majoring in something real. What do, where do you get back to work? Dong is fun. Five bucks. Why don't you call ladies that support that brainwashing phlebotomy? Phlebotomites. It sounds funnier. Phlebotomites? What's a phlebotomite? Phlebotomite. Phlebotomist. Drawing blood. Oh, okay. I see. <clears throat> a vampire. You mean in a vampire sense? I see what you're saying. Yes. Yes. Nonstop Dre, three bucks, uh, two bucks. How would you end the welfare state if you could? Uh, you'd have to phase it out. You'd have to phase it out no quicker than 10 years, 10% a year. Just say, we're phasing it out, everything. You're getting 10% less each year. Make preparations. Um, <clears throat> I also have like retooling 
um, facilities where you could learn skills and trades that are in demand. Um, so you wouldn't like you like you got you had ten years, you get a trade. I'd pay for all abortions and uh, uh, birth control and vasectomies. Just there, go. Um, and I would end government funding for any kind of program, college program that doesn't have a job. I'd take all that money and I would not even throw it to schools or co- I would not then reinflate the education bubble for engineering degrees. I would, we go trades <clears throat> and I'd set up a national certifications board where you could self-study, take the test like the CPA and pass. I pass a law that says that certification is the equivalent to a bachelor's degree. And here's one of the few government interventions. I would audit every employer in the United States to make sure that they're treating it as such. So you have to treat that the equivalent to them. So I want to know how many people have their equivalents and how many people have an actual degree. If you're hiring people with degrees and there's 80%, you get fined for each person. That's what I would do. And that way you wouldn't have to go to college. You could be an autodidactic. You could graduate with a certification in engineering at 14 and go work. No student loan debt. You want to have, we, we, oh, dude, we'd free up so much lodging on the college campuses because there'd be no one going to school anymore. I'd be like, yeah, okay. And I just solved the housing problem. Yay. President Cappy. Yay. With Vice President Sergeant Rumpy Fluffalo. How, the winning team right here. How could we lose? All the girls would vote for Sergeant Rumpy. He's so cute. Uh, Fred Freeman saw two bucks. Do you wish you had a CPA? They seem to work a lot. Yeah, I do kind of wish I had a CPA. That would have helped out in the past. Had I known, had I redone it, I would have gone back. Master's in accountancy, CPA. Probably would have done that. It was just through ballroom dancing and working security and my online classes. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Bad internet. All right. Says it's good. Fairly good on Wi-Fi. I'm not on Wi-Fi. All right, we'll get this done <clears throat> real quick. Yeah, I would have got my CPA. Fred Freeman, solid two bucks. Any of your clients take Seth's marketing? Oh, of course. Yeah, a lot of people do. Yeah. And if you happen to be a young black man or a young black lady and you're looking for some kind of employment and you don't want to go to college, Seth Himes, digital marketing. Please take it. Um, look him up. He's gotten a lot of people out of poverty. Blake, five bucks. What's your end goal, Cap? You sticking around to watch this all play out? Or do you have a country you plan to retire to? I got to go and do reconnaissance. And they're making it easier and easier for me. So obviously not Austria or the Netherlands. Um, I got to get boots on the ground. I'm busy with the house. House is finally kind of done. I mean, there's some minor things I got to do, but I'm done with that. So obviously I can do more of this. I got to play catch up on asshole consulting. I got some books to write. I got taxes. We got to do taxes. I'm going to start doing that just to piss off Ryan Stone. Um, and then maybe this summer I'll go, maybe I'll wait for the Sturgis rally and then I'll leave and then I'll go to Europe, central Europe, but I got to spend some time researching that on the interwebs channel 1800 dumb two bucks. Look, come to New Zealand, Cappy. We'll look after you, bro. No, no, I don't want your single mom bitch of a president. I I just hate her. Her and Megan Whitmer. I hope those two get into a, a mortal combat fight. 
I just hate her. And the fact your countrymen, not you, I know, and not your, your but voted in that piece of trash. No, that's like you. It's like, well, America didn't vote in Hillary Clinton, but we'll vote in the next best thing. We'll vote in our version of her. No, <clears throat> I do not want that. Fred Freeman saw two bucks is root beer float mandate. Good reason to quit a job. Yes, unless you're in the military or you're in the healthcare industry, in which case I've, I've said this before. So you probably should get it then. But if you want to quit for that, go ahead. That's why you have micro FU money. Or if you can work remotely and they they um, they uh, say, oh, no, we want you to come into the office. And you say, well, I can do my job remotely. You say, no, we want you in the office. You say, no, I quit. And then you go work remotely somewhere else. All right. There you go. All right. Questions, answers. AssleConsulting.com. That was only two and a half hours. We'll see you guys later. Toodles. <laughs>